Welcome, everybody, to episode number 35 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today we're going to be talking about the ESRB ratings, uh, pros, cons, this, that, this, that, and the other thing about the ESRB, ESRB ratings. I'm saying that right, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's our, our main topic for this week. Uh, especially, it's, it'll be good. I mean, obviously, gamers know uh, what they what the ratings mean. But if you have anyone that's a little maybe confused by the ratings or doesn't think they're they're good, you know, let them listen and see what they think. Uh, before we get into that, let's do some nibble bits. Uh, Eric, why don't you go first? Okay. Let me pull up what I got here. Um, I actually tried the demo for this game today. It's called I Am Alive. It was part of the Xbox Live House Party. It's coming out for PSN on April 3rd. I'll talk about the demo later. Um, Dark Souls has an announcement on the way. Um, you can go on their Facebook page, and I guess if you click like, they're going to announce it sooner on there, which... As soon as it's on there, everybody's going to know anyway. Right. So. Yeah, it'll be on Twitter. and I, I think the announcement is that it's going to be on PC, because I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and my last one, um, that BioWare is working on a modified Mass Effect 3 ending. Um, we can get into that later. Yep. If you yep. want to talk more into that. So. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. Actually, I did have one other one. Uh, I just pulled this one up. I just thought this was funny, because this... Actually, I watched the, uh, the trailer for the new Resident Evil... Operation Raccoon City, and I, I thought the trailer looked cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> GameSpot's rating was a 4.5. Oh, jeez. And the Metacritic score is a 54. Wow. So Not too good. And the IGN title for their review was really funny, because they give every game a good score, yeah. but it was like... Oh, go on, I'll see if I can pull it up, because okay. I'm not going to do it justice. All right, Corey, go ahead. Uh, well, Eric, I'm surprised you missed this one. <laughs> uh, Zynga is buying the Draw Something Studio. I, I tweeted that uh, earlier, actually. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 200 million. I, you know, I shouldn't. I'm not surprised, really. I, I was just excited because a game like that could be so addicting and have it not be Zynga. Yeah. Um, but that's nope. un- That's kind of unfortunate. What? The company that may draw something is probably like crap in their pants, though. Yeah. 200 million. Yeah, that's yep. a lot. Right? Yeah. I can't imagine this, the studio is even worth near that, right? Well, that's the thing. Zynga has unlimited funds just yeah. to throw wherever. So. Yeah. So Zynga is the new Evil Empire gaming, and not oh god, not yeah. even EA or Activision or anyone like that. The evilest, yeah. <laughs> they actually just came out with a game called Dream Zoo. Zynga? Yep. What what's it what's it based off of? Any zoo type, oh, yeah, type yeah, of yeah, game. Yeah, right. <laughs> dream <laughs> dream that, anything or that, zoo anything that Sid Meier came out with probably in the mid nineties. Yep, they just copied it. Nice. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, Mass Effect armor will be uh, DLC in Final Fantasy XIII 2, so Noel and Sarah can wear the N7 yeah. Commander Shepard. I actually saw a photograph of it. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it does, does look pretty cool, but, like, what's the point? I don't no, I get know. it. It it's, makes it's no a, sense. It's a strange crossover. It is it's a, a little late, crossover. too, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what the what the idea behind it is. What are they trying to do with that? I don't know. Uh, maybe just to get people to turn on their Final Fantasy XIII 2 again? I don't know. <laughs> do you think people that are playing that are playing Mass Effect, though? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, both are RPGs. Yeah, but they're different. Do you think maybe Japan's not as as in the Mass Effect as, like, North America and Europe are? And Probably may- not. Maybe seeing how sweet the armor is will make more Japanese gamers look at the Mass Effect. That could be. They might be trying Effect. to tap into the... But, I mean, what's what's the idea for Squaresoft? You know, what are they... Why? What's their interest in it? Yeah. I don't know. But it's maybe, cur- curious nonetheless. Maybe they're trying to draw in Mass Effect fans. It could be. To their game. Could be. I don't. I don't really know who would buy that game. 
for Solely the N7 armor. The N7 armor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I considered it. It looked pretty sweet. No, I didn't really consider it, but... Uh, EA is shutting down several game servers. This is uh, IGN headline. Uh, the titles affected are Burnout, Revenge, The Godfather 2, and EA Sports MMA. Um, so if you play those games I think FIFA, online, FIFA 10 was on that list, maybe. You won't be playing them for long. Um, yeah, FIFA 10, The Godfather 2, I said that. Saboteur, yep. Spare Parts. Uh, that's on April 13th. Those games will lose online service. Uh-huh. So that's a little too bad. Uh, the BAFTA Video Game Awards 2012 were last week. Doled um, out. If anybody wants to hear any of the winners of any I of the categories. Yeah. What categories do you want to hear? What does There's BAFTA of, stand for? It's the British... Oh, never mind. I'm done. Something. I can't remember, and it's not in this. <laughs> British Art and Flaflim. To, uh, British Art and Fluff Awards? Yes. Go on with it. What do you guys want to hear? What awards? I don't know. I don't even know what the nominations well, it's were. Well, the Game Awards for any of the categories. Game of the Year. Think of. Game of the Year. Eric, I'm surprised you picked that one. Portal 2? Portal 2. <laughs> I saw, actually. I thought that I had seen that. Yep. Best character. That's why I stopped reading the rest of the list. Uh, there isn't one for best character. There is best story. <laughs> okay. Portal 2. <laughs> uh, best... Best uh, tea and crumpets scene. Best <laughs> Portal 2. <laughs> uh, online multiplayer went to Battlefield 3. Good. I like that. Um, Although it should have been Gears, but that's Gears, fine. yeah. Best strategy game, Total War Shogun 2. Do you think maybe Gears didn't win a lot of those awards because it was only on Xbox and Battlefield maybe. 3 was on all systems, even PC? It's so good, though. Yeah. How could you? I, it's, oh, man, it's so good. I agree. Dan, best performer went to Mark Hamill as the Joker in Ar- Arkham City. Oh, I forget oh. Mark Hamill did that. Nice. Isn't, that's kind of weird. Yes. And my last one is that the Elder Scrolls MMO is real and it will be announced later this year, officially. Uh-huh. I told the wife about that just to see if she'd be interested. She didn't really seem to care. Because because the only way I could think to compare, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be like an EverQuest type thing. You know, she she always calls me a loser. All oh, right, yeah. You know, <laughs> she's like you're such a dork, uh, nerd. Nice. But, okay. All right. Uh, Will, go ahead. Uh, I have two. My first one is the Mac version of Diablo three has only three languages on it: uh, English, French, and German. And my other one, I thought was kind of funny. Uh, the Rams have no players representing the team in the Madden cover competition. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Not even Sam Bradford? Nope, no players. Why would he not be on there? I don't... He's their only player that would... Well, yeah, I think you could make an argument for um, Chris Long. Okay, yeah, I could see that. He had a good year last year, and he's Howie Long's son. Yeah. Why Why don't they, aren't all teams represented? Yeah. I have no clue. Does I don't someone know have why a, they would do that. Does someone have a first-round bye or something? It wouldn't be How the Rams. It? Nope. It's <laughs> weird. That's weird. I, I saw the Bills had... Uh, Steve Johnson made it to the second round for nice, them. Nice. I think Victor Cruz is going to be the Giants. Don't you almost um, hope they don't win, though? Yeah, because I don't want him to get right. hurt. Because <laughs> that would suck. You want to root for like whoever's on the Cowboys cover? Yeah. yeah. Or the Patriots cover? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I hope it's Tom Brady this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's that... pull our fans together and get Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good idea. Okay. Uh, my nibble bits. Uh, as of Monday the 19th, Apple had sold 3 million new iPads. Wow. Which, that was three days that they had sold that many new million iPads. Million day, huh? Yeah. I don't know if I did this one last week or not, but Diablo 3 gets a release date of May 15th, 2012. I don't know if we said that. I don't no, know I don't, if we did I either. I don't okay. think you did. If not, uh, yeah, that's the case. 
That's exciting. Um, Bioware cans any future Dragon Age Two DLC. I don't. I think they're reallocating resources to Dragon Age Three. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah, I did read that. That the entire team is working on something other than Dragon um, Age Two. Yeah. Which One I of our listeners actually asked me what what I thought about Dragon Age One and Two. Uh-huh. I figured you you guys could probably explain to it a little better than I could. Yeah, definitely. Was it? Do you want to talk about that in feedback? Yeah, we can. Was do it that. feedback? Okay. Sure. Um, go on, Dave. Okay. Uh, and and then my last one is the new Xbox system will not be present at the E3 in 2012. So, so I was hoping for at least a couple details, but apparently that's not the case. So, um, I found the title of that IGN article mm-hmm. for Resident Evil. It's uh, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City review. An actual zombie outbreak would have been less tragic. Really <laughs> nice. They give it a 4.0. Wow, they gave uh, the new Ninja Ninja Gaiden a pretty low score too. I've Did heard. they? Yeah, it was e- like three and a half or four or four and a half. You know, I was think would be a good way to uh, do like a rating system, because I mean, like on IGN, it's kind of out of hand what's what's happening there. Yeah, uh, I figure like only review games that you recommend. That yeah. way, you don't really need to give them a score. Yeah, mm. and people would just read what you have to say about it. Yeah, you know, because, if they're interested because, because you liked it. Right, they're not looking. You know, for a. a quantitative measurement just yeah. you know yeah and my problem too is i'm not going to want to fully play a game that i don't like so i'm not going to give i'm not going to give it a fair shake true because true. I'm, i don't want to play it yeah so i'm forced to play it. it's like well i mean i guess it's if you're if it's your job yeah then i would do it what happens grudgingly what happens if you play a game that you really love but the end is so bad that you absolutely hate <laughs> it well it's funny that you say that because we're going to be getting into that later so Oh, wait, are we going to do that in this episode or in our, our spoiler our special? Our spoiler special. Okay. All right. Definitely. Fuck. Definitely. Sorry, Eric. It's my own fault. It's nobody's fault. It's Mass Effect's fault that we have to even talk about it. <laughs> in fact, I blame Mass Effect for getting so drunk on St. Paddy's Day. I got to tell you, I wish I was done with it because I would probably have a, a different view than you guys. Uh, maybe. Because I'm getting a little sick of all the bitching about it. What makes you think our views are the same? Well, because you just said. I was asking Dan. Well, hypothetically. I think I, I kind of read you there. I know you. No? You have, you'll didn't. have to pay attention and find <laughs> out. <laughs> I can't listen to it, though. Sure, you, sure can. you can. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> after we, you beat it. We could talk about it a little bit when I'm here because I, okay. I do want to express an yeah. opinion about it. Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, so, how's everybody's week? Obviously, we spent most of St. Paddy's Day together. That was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I was telling these guys. Well, I honestly didn't remember much of what we talked about during our St. Paddy's Day episode. Me either. Um, <laughs> I, I I remember the episode and, and bits and pieces, but details kind of escaped me. So, uh, what is it? Our sister brought up our comments <laughs> on Canada. <laughs> Which I don't even... I, I thought Corey had said. But it was Eric, apparently. I, yeah, I, I saw that she said it, and I was like, huh. And I'm trying to think to myself, what did we even say about Canada? And I wrote, I wrote on the Facebook, yeah. I was like, it's bad that I don't even remember what we said. <laughs> she wrote every quote that I had. Yeah, that's right. That's, but but I think Chris put it best in saying that yeah. it, it's it's more like picking on a sibling. You, right. You're doing it out of love. You just yeah. want to give them a hard time. Yeah, I got so. no problem with Canada. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good point. It's it's the the homeland of my favorite sport. Yeah, hockey. and Trailer Park Boys is from Canada. Trailer I mean, Park Boys. Shapers. So I just want to try and smooth things over a little bit. Bioware. Anyone was upset. Montreal. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> we won't go there any further. So how was everybody's week other than that? Or if you wanted to chip in on uh, St. Paddy's Day. Uneventful. Yeah, Corey, why don't you go first then? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than St. Paddy's Day, I spent um, the few days between then and today uh, playing and beating Mass Effect, which I guess we're going to talk about. Later. Uh, and I also played and beat Journey, which I guess we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank Two you. rounds of applause for you, Corey. Yep. We'll talk about that later on in our What We Played bit. Uh, yeah, and I just, you know, today I was just doing homework and a whole lot of sitting around. I started watching Farscape. Wow. And you guys ever watch Farscape? What's no. That? It's a sci-fi show. F- I think it aired in 1999 or 2000 or something like that for four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's about this guy that is, like, a scientist, and he goes off in a spacecraft, and he gets transported to a a ship that harbors prisoners, and the prisoners take over the ship, and I don't know. Huh. I've only watched a couple episodes, so. Not into it yet. Eh. Not really. Snow no Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God. Nothing will ever compare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dawson's Creek's up there. So. <laughs> it's I not used, funny, Will. I used to like Dawson's Creek, Dude, too. I loved that show. Vanderbeek. Actually, it's funny. We were, we're thinking about moving, and the wife preemptively packed up all of our DVDs yesterday, and she had me go through because I want to get rid of some of them, and she put my Dawson's Creek season one in the get rid of <laughs> pile, and I was like, what are you, drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get rid of that. You think I'm going to get rid of James Vanderbeek like that? Not a chance. <laughs> Funny stuff. Okay. What do you got? Uh, that's, it. that's it? All right. Well, go ahead. Not a real lot. Um, I am kind of sick. My voice is kind of going Horse. away. Yeah. Same here. No, no, it's weird. Never really had this. Huh. Same thing with me this year. My sinuses kicking my ass this year. Mm. Do you think it's allergies? Seasonal? I don't think mine is. My friends told me puberty. Oh. <laughs> finally at yeah, 17 no. I finally hit it <laughs> Nice Are you getting hair in your ears yet? Not quite No. <laughs> um, I watched the season finale of Walking Dead uh-huh. Before I also watched that Oh yeah That was really awesome Yeah, nice. cool. yeah. Good Show's getting pretty How many seasons is that? Two. Two They just finished the second Yeah Okay It was a really good episode That reminds me Thundercats is back on Friday Yeah I saw that actually. <laughs> oh, sweet! <laughs> I'm excited. I'll catch the next episode Friday at eight, I think eight p.m. What channel? Cartoon Network. Oh, I don't have Cartoon Network. Yeah. Well, crap. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just playing baseball, pretty much, is mm-hmm. in my week. We have a uh, scrimmage against Dryden on Friday. Nice. So hopefully, we play well. Are they the Purple Tornadoes? Didn't no, we, that's we Norwich. Were They're the Lions. They're the Lions, yeah. yeah. Purple okay. Lions. Purple Lions. So, yeah, I'm excited to start playing some games. Cool. Sweet. I don't like practice. Yeah, pra- practice. <laughs> talking about practice. Practice? <laughs> so, yeah, that was basically my week. Not a okay. whole lot. Cool. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, I didn't do a ton either. I actually didn't get to play too much video games as much as I had hoped. Uh, I played a little more Mass Effect 2. Um, I've decided I'm getting Bill season tickets again after taking mm-hmm. a year off. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy and I are going to sit in the Tops family corner with all the families. Nice. It's nice. 270 bucks for, for the season. seven games? Yeah. Or seven because they play one in Toronto. That's right. And, um, yeah, we don't have to worry about any of the drunks. Hey. We can get drunk beforehand if we want to go. Yeah. We talked about this on the yeah. St. Patty's Day. Did episode. we? Yep. See? There you go. <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> this is all news to me. Well, I mean, verbatim, I mean, verbatim. And actually, you described it a lot better on that episode than you are right now. 
Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I don't think I did anything. I got fish fry today. That was delicious. Oh, God, yeah. You can't go wrong with fish fry. Yeah. I should say I only know what we talked about because I listened to it. I didn't, I don't remember. Was it, it good or was it just It awful? wasn't bad, yeah. It wasn't yeah. bad. I know somebody else listened to it and told me he thought it was really funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were, we definitely let our hair down a little <laughs> bit. but A little bit. <laughs> that was the that was the the purpose. Yeah, I guess. Sure. It was our reward to ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Uh my week I'm not doing a weigh in this week. I want to step on the scale and my the batter what? Come on. The batteries on my scale were dead. I'm also on a reprieve from my diet for probably till the end of the week and then I'll start it up again. <laughs> I had a setback, you know. It I actually happens. lost a pound. Did you? Yeah. Nice. So I'm down nine now. Wow. Probably like a fat slob today. Nothing but fried seafood. I've eaten like a pa- uh, fat slob the past few days. I can't help it. Um, I blame the Mass Effect ending <laughs> for my eating, depression, eating, and drinking. So. Eating a funk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, plus, I, you know, I only have one cheat day a week, and I haven't been, uh, you know, satisfying my food cravings uh-huh. like you're supposed to. Uh, especially not St. Patty's Day because I only ate one meal that day, and that was a sausage we cooked before we recorded our episode. And I just forgot to eat supper because, well, you know. You had a belly full of beer. I had a belly. Not just beer. It it wasn't even beer that got me messed up. It was the... (laughs) The 16-ounce rum and coke that I drank. and oh. then He kept pointing at me going, I blame this <laughs> on Eric. <laughs> I, I, I At the time I did, but really, I mean, it's from, I blame Mass Effect. For, I'll, I'll for take all full it. blame for it, dude. Nah, no biggie. Um, but other than that, I uh, signed up for the beta test for the games Firefall and Terra. Oh, cool. Uh, I haven't heard right. back. Firefall is like a, it's almost like planet side it seems mm-hmm. like it's a free-to-play uh it's going to be a free-to-play mmo fps i think mm-hmm. um terra i don't really know anything about terra i just wanted to sign up for it i've heard good things about terra i couldn't yeah. tell you what they were but it's i guess it has uh, is that the one that has the different combat mechanics where it's yes that is more of, of uh location based as yep. opposed to like clicking and auto attacking yeah Okay. It's more like an action game, yeah, action which, fighting rather than which seems cool a box um, clicking simulation, right? Exactly. So you know that's that'll that'll be cool if I get that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I use my store credit Tiger Direct. Um, I got the chat pad for the Xbox 360 like I wanted. I got a, oh. a mouse for my laptop, 1600 Microsoft points, and a universal remote for my bedroom TV. Not did the chat pad come yet? Yes. How do you like it? I love it. It's do really you? yeah. It's it makes the controller a little bit more clunky, and it. Took a little getting used to it first, but now I don't even notice it. It's worth getting. Though. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> is what's that? What is it? It's a chat pad that attaches to the bottom of the controller. What does that mean? Like in between the. I'll show you when we go upstairs. But a chat pad. What does it do though? It's it's a full keyboard oh. on the bottom of the thing, and um, it's good for uh, uh, you know messaging. At, at, when I sent you that message when we got done playing Mass Effect, was it last night? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sent you that. I hammered it out real quick on the on the chat pad um it's it works really well it doesn't really that makes the control a little bit heavier um lights up in the dark which is nice it's got backlit keyboard you don't have to leave it attached while you play with it you don't have to no but i do i I have no reason to take it off because i don't like i said i don't really notice it now so um other than that i played the witcher and i started my insanity playthrough on mass effect 3 so i'll talk about those later on in the episode so so yeah that'll do it for that um, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back with our main segment right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 35 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. As I said before the break, our main segment is going to be on the ESRB rating. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And actually, this came along because I was having a conversation with uh, someone I work with who had just gotten her son an Xbox, and she wanted to know some games to get for him for for his Xbox. Uh, And I brought up Mass Effect, you know, the first one, probably the second one, but started at the first one. So she's like, okay. So she, you know, went and I don't know, talked to her son or whatever. And uh, I talked to her a few days later, and she ended up getting it for him because it was an M rating, and um, it was you know rated M for mature. And there was partial nudity was on the is one of the things, and you know yep. like uh, I don't remember exactly what was on there, but obviously language was on there, mild violence. Yeah. Um, and I I was blown away by it. And actually, I I think she asked Eric about it a little bit later. Yes. Um, and we were both we both said the same thing like that's oh, way too high of a rating for that game I think which one Mass Effect one oh the first yeah. one yeah I would agree um I and I told her I was like the 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 love scene in the game is nothing worse than what you'd see on Desperate Housewives Des- Desperate Housewives or something uh, like that it's really not there's butt yeah I know it's but a whole lot of side boob. It's, yeah. it's two two totally naked bodies going at yeah it. but do you, do you think that that alone is um, worth giving the game a, a mature rating, or do you think it's a, a better a teen rating well, would be fine? I mean, we're going to get into this, but yeah, the, uh, part of the purpose of the ESRB is to protect the right. games industry, um, and part of that is maybe overrating a little bit because you don't want to take any chances. Yeah, you know? it's, it's definitely a, overrated. If they put a teen rating on that, I'm sure it would have gotten you know caught in a lot of shit. Well, it already yeah. did. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. I yelled a little bit. But, yeah, um, and the, 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 the news outlets um, when when it when it first came out were saying how it was like it was like alien pornography, and I'm right. like, that's not it. There, it's a 10 second scene. Yeah, where you see uh, two, you know, characters really awkwardly right. having <laughs> having sex. Yeah, well, and, but it, you don't see anything. Yeah, no, I'm fine with the mature rating though because if they don't overcompensate, if they play it like it is, then they're going to have a lot more controversy. Yeah, than... I can see that. If they don't. But but I explained to her, you know, it's really, I mean, it's, and if you don't play the game the right way, you don't get that anyway. Yeah. So well, that's the point I really wanted to drive home for this whole thing is the ESRB is on our side, right? Really, yeah. Um, because if the ESRB wasn't there, it's it's the same as the MPAA for film. If if they weren't there, the government would step in yeah. and start mandating these things. Yeah. And that's the last thing you want. Oh, absolutely. In a creative absolutely industry. So yeah, let's get into like what the the ratings are. Um. Oh, can I say one more thing? Why yeah, this is topi- topical? Because yeah. that's kind of why. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a bill that was pa- uh, not passed, introduced in the House of Representatives that requires every video game. Uh, that's my news article, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can, do you mind if we bring it up? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It's it's every video game that's not rated um, E for everyone. 
uh, has to carry a label on it that says, warning, exposure to violent video games has been linked to aggressive behavior. <laughs> so it's like a packet of cigarettes with a Surgeon General's warning. That's ridiculous. That the government mandates has to be put on every game except for the ones... Oh, the only game... The, this only leaves games rated with EC, early childhood, unaffected by the bill. Everybody loves those C That's games. Crazy. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and EC games are awesome. <laughs> if this is if it's uh, if it's passed, um, the they'll have 180 days to make sure uh, the ESRB puts this label on every new game, violent or not. That's horrible. Horrible. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. I don't want to get into it, but we'll talk about that when you bring it up for your news article. <coughs> Okay, so the first rating is what Corey just said, uh, early childhood EC rating. Uh, Titles rated EC, early childhood, have content that may be suitable for ages 3 and older, contains no material that parents would find inappropriate. Um, And this is from the ESRB website. This is from the website. I'm on the ESRB website, yeah. Um, I looked up a couple games that had the EC rating. These are all, like, recent games. Uh, Sesame Street games for Wii and DS and PC are the only games that I could come up with, uh, recent releases anyway, that that had the EC rating. Um, Included Sesame Street Cookies Counting Carnival. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds awesome. I'll tell you what, Dan, I had a blast playing through that game. I can imagine. Did you finish it in about ten minutes? Yeah. Upwards of 10. It's too hard for Eric. (laughs) (laughs) You know me and those puzzle games. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next rating is E for Everyone. Uh, Titles rated E for Everyone have content that may be suitable for ages 6 and older. Titles in this category may contain minimal cartoon, fantasy, or mild violence and or infrequent use of mild language. Um, Some games that have that rating are SSX, uh, Mario Party 9, sports games in general, really, a lot of them have this rating. Um, Mario Kart 7 is another one. Mm. Uh, the next rating is Everyone 10 Plus. Titles rated E10 Plus, Everyone 10 and Older, have content that may be suitable for ages 10 and older. Titles in this category may contain more cartoon, fantasy, or mild violence, mild language, and are minimal suggestive themes. What's a minimal suggestive theme? Can we come up with a good example? Is that like? Uh, is that like if uh, looking good tonight? Yeah, and she winks at you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's a that's a minimal suggestive oh, we'll, we'll, theme. It gets the the they explain all the content descriptions mm-hmm. on, on below, and we'll go over those. Is like a medium suggestive theme if she were to like rub a circle around her nipple, <laughs> <laughs> lick, that was, lick her finger, and then that would probably get adult only. Rating. That's explicit. <laughs> Um, some games that get the everyone 10 plus rating are Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, NHL 12, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, and Zumba Fitness Rush. NHL 12? Uh, probably because of the fighting. Like, yeah. oh. that's How could they recommend that game to anybody that's Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I don't know. anybody at the early childhood age should know better than to play that one. Yes, you should already be able to see through the bullcrap of that <laughs> game. Once you see somebody skate by you and then go flying. Yeah, know. skate by you and get hit from behind yeah. and send you backwards into the boards. <laughs> hit by a force push. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Maybe there's a, a Star Wars crossover that we're not or aware of. Could have of. been the Slam Biotic. Maybe it has something to do with the Ooh. Mass Effect Three ending. Yeah. <laughs> it is made by EA. <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Fellas. I wonder why you can't wear hockey jerseys in that game because you can get your Kingdoms of Amalur armor in Mass Effect Three. Yeah. I should be able to wear a natural predator's jersey. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or like if, casual shepherd. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, no. Casual Shep. If you beat like franchise or season mode and yeah, NHL your team? twelve, you can wear 
export a jersey to other games. That's a great idea. Other EA games, yeah. even. If it was just EA, that'd be fine. That'd, that'd be, be great. Sweet. Anyway, back on topic. Uh, next rating is T for Teen. Titles rated T for Teen have content that may be suitable for ages 13 and older. Titles in this category may contain violence, suggestive themes, crude humor, minimal blood, simulated gambling, and or infrequent use of strong language. Uh, some games with the teen rating are Star Wars The Old Republic, Street Fighter X Tekken, Tales of the Abyss, 3DS, and Armored Core 5. So That's coming out, the new Armored Core soon, isn't it? Yes. <clears throat> yes, it is. I'm interested to look into it. It looks cool. I agree, because I... I like Mac games. Yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty sweet. Uh, next rating is M for Mature. Titles rated M for Mature have content that may be suitable for persons ages 17 and older. Titles in this category may contain intense violence, blood and gore, sexual content, and or strong language. Uh, this is probably the most common rating, I would say. Uh, game examples, Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect 2, Skyrim, Resident Evil, Operation Raccoon City, and Battlefield 3 are some, some of the more recent releases with the M, M rating. <clears throat> uh, the next rating is Adults Only. Uh, titles rated AO or Adults Only have content that should, be on, should only be played by persons 18 years and older. Titles in this category may include prolonged scenes of intense violence and graphic sexual content and nudity. Uh, some Adults Only game were Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And Manhunt Two, <laughs> not familiar with that I think one. I played Manhunt actually. Did you? Yeah, it was just oh, really gruesome. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Okay. Yeah. I did you have it for PS2? Maybe I think I did. Yeah. I remember playing that. Now, yeah. Now that you mention it, you use like chainsaws and stuff to kill people. And then Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy Director's Cut, which I'm familiar with Indigo Prophecy vaguely, but yeah. Uh, well, a lot of retailer. Um, Part of the agreement with the ESRB is that retailers won't allow the sale of console games rated AO uh, in their stores. Mm-hmm. And that goes a lot like Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony won't allow um, AO rated games to be licensed on their systems. Okay. So that's why you don't see a lot of those for the consoles. So probably for PC. It's mostly for PC, yeah. The Grand Theft Auto case is special, the San Andreas one. Are yeah. we going to talk about that later or did you have anything no, on you, that? you can bring it up. <clears throat> I forget the exact de- details of it, but what happened was they released the game with a mature rating, and then uh, modders came around and found that there was code oh, written right. into the game um, that they could pull out and make active that involved nudity or something like that. Hot coffee. Hot coffee, yeah, that, exactly. Um, so once that happened, everybody was all up in arms that how could a game with this rating have this kind of content in it? And uh, who does the Grand Theft Auto? Rockstar tried to, you know, say, you know, it, it wasn't really, I mean, we just left the code in there by mistake. You know, yeah. it wasn't part of the game or anything. It's these modders came in and they're like, no, that's not okay. So they ended up slapping an AO rating on it for a while until they fixed the problem. And then it went back to mature. Uh-huh. Okay. Good to know. The last rating is rating pending. Titles designated as RP or rating pending have not yet been assigned a, e, a final ESRB rating. This icon appears only in advertising, marketing, and promotional materials related to a game that is expected to carry an ESRB rating. The RP is replaced by a game's rating once it has been assigned. So, I got some stats if you want them. Yeah, let's have them. Uh, well, you mentioned that mature rating is probably the most popular, and it is in one sense. Um, mature rated games sell a lot better than the other rated ones. Yeah. But uh, according to HowStuffWorks.com, they they did a 2004 study. Um, 54% of games received an E rating, 
33% received a teen rating, and 12% received an M rating. Okay. Um, and less than 1% received an AO rating. But um, similarly, the percentage of sales, 53% of games sold were rated E, 30% were rated T, and 18% were rated M. So if you take the 12% yeah. of games that were rated M yeah. and then apply the 18% sale, you know, it, it stands out as a more substantial right. sales figure than the others. I could see the E for everyone, too, because of the sports games. Right. You know, most sports games were E for everyone or E or E ten plus whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, and you said NHL's teen, right? NHL no NHL twelve is E for everyone ten plus. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because of the fighting, it's because yeah. the, the other E for everyone is six and above, is six and above. Mm. So ten plus is 10 until plus. someone cracks that nude code. In yeah. NHL twelve. Once you turn ten, you're allowed to start fighting. Locker Oof. locker room antics mini game. <laughs> start slapping each other on the ass with towels. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's what I would do. I don't know what you guys would do. Totally. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to go over the content descriptors for ESRB? Yeah. Sure. Right. The, descri- the descriptors are what the uh, they use. Yep. Just they slap on um, to go with the rating to yeah. provide a little more. A little more, you know, to make to, a little more information to make your decision on as a parent if you want your kid to play this game. And really, that's what this this is for. Yeah. Um. And, and what, one of the things I told the lady at work was the average gamer is in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. So you know, mature rated games make sense because you know, obviously, someone who's in their thirties isn't going to not play a game because it has some crude language. Right. You know? right. So. And I, I did find that um, the descriptors that they put aren't. They're not comprehensive for what's in the game. Right. A lot of times, the scri- descriptors they put are what push the game to the next level. Right. So, like a mature rated game probably has like comic mischief, um, but it won't list that. It only lists like partial nudity right. and violent, intense violence or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one's alcohol reference, reference and or images of alcoholic beverages. Yay. Uh, animated blood, discolored and or unrealistic depictions of blood. Blood is another one, uh, which has depictions of blood. Blood and gore, depictions of blood or the mutilation of body parts. That's mm-hmm. where Manhunt came in. I think it Gears of War, too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. When oh, you yeah. chain some, someone and they explode. Sure. Cartoon violence. Uh, cartoon violence is violent actions involving cartoon-like situations and characters. May include violence where a character is unharmed after the action has been inflicted. Uh, comic mischief. Depictions or dialogue involving slapstick or suggestive humor. Crude humor. Depictions or dialogue involving vulgar antics, including bathroom humor, (laughs) a la fart and poop jokes. (laughs) Which you gotta love the fart and poop jokes. Drug reference. Reference and or images of illegal drugs. Fantasy violence. Violent actions of a fantasy nature involving human or non-human characters and situations easily distinguishable from real life. So, Mass Effect 3. Right. Mm-hmm. Intense violence, graphic, and realistic-looking depictions of physical conflict may involve extreme and or realistic blood, gore, weapons, and depictions of human injury and death. Uh, language, mild to moderate use of profanity. Lyrics, mild references to profanity, sexuality, violence, alcohol, or drug use in music. Mature humor. Depictions or dialogue involving adult humor, including sexual references. Nudity, graphic or prolonged depictions of nudity. Partial nudity, brief and or mild depictions of nudity. Real gambling. Player can gamble, including betting or wagering real cash or currency. 
I don't know that I've ever seen that in a game. I haven't seen. I've never seen that descriptor either. Yeah, same here. Huh. I haven't seen any because there's two type of, different types of gambling, right? Simulated gambling and something else. Uh, e- I don't. See- oh yeah, simulated gambling is on here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's real gambling. Huh. It's not in any game I'm familiar with, anyway. Nope. Uh, sexual content, not explicit depictions of sexual behavior, possibly including partial nudity. Sexual themes, references to sex or sexuality, sexual violence, depictions of rape or other violent sexual acts. Simulated gambling, players can gamble without betting or wagering real cash or currency. Strong language, explicit and or frequent use of profanity, strong lyrics, explicit and or infrequent references to profanity, sex, profanity, sex, violence, alcohol, or drug use in music. Uh, Strong sexual content, explicit and or frequent depictions of sexual behavior, possibly including nudity. Just a few more. Uh, Suggestive themes... Mild provocative references or materials. Tobacco reference, reference to and or to and or images of tobacco products. Use of drugs, the consumption or use of illegal drugs. Use of alcohol, the consumption of alcoholic beverages. Use of tobacco, the consumption of tobacco products. Violence, scenes involving aggressive conflict may contain bloodless dismemberment. And violent references, refer- which are references to violent acts. So that's all, that's all the descriptors for the content readings. Or the the ESRB ratings. There's a lot of so, them. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and I f- I feel <clears> like <throat> they pretty much cover everything that you would need to worry about. Yeah, but uh, Dan. Yeah, when your son is old enough to play video games, is yeah. this something you're really going to look into? I mean, I'll probably know right. what the game is like. Say you didn't. <coughs> I, I mean, I would want to know what they were what they were playing. Yeah, if I yep. if I knew nothing about video games and I was going to buy him a M rated game, I'd want to know it, if it's you know, language, mm-hmm. you know, or if it's super violent, you know, probably we'll keep them away from that sort of stuff when they're younger, Yeah, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's all about the parenting, really. Yeah. 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 So. It's come down, it's gone, dead, bleh, dead, bleh. It comes exactly. down to your parenting <laughs> choices. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, I feel like these are pretty com- comprehensive ratings too. I, 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 like we said, they're probably a little bit high. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't, I don't think mass effect, I wouldn't give Mass Effect a mature 17 plus rating, but really, I mean, it's it's up to you to know what your kids can and can't handle, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you guys feel? It's mature for Mass Effect? Uh, not for me. No, I would say no. I'm fine with it. I mean, I already said why. Yeah, yeah. I I, I see. I see your point. We. I mean, we're we're supposed to support the ESRP. For I, all I, the I do. I, I do. Said. No, it's 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 a good thing. I yeah. agree. Um. But but you're you're probably right. I mean, looking at it from from their standpoint, it probably is better for them yeah. to rate a game a little more strictly than they other otherwise would. And here's the thing: if you're a mature, you know, sixteen year old, and you know you can't buy Mass Effect, you, if you really want to play it, just have somebody go get it for you. Like yeah. have your parent have your parent go buy it for you. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's just to protect. You know, it's all uh, litigation and stuff. Were you guys just, ever carded for a video game? No. I think I was one time. I don't think I ever was. I don't recall. Well, Will, you've bought games underage before, right? Oh, yeah. And they never Plenty. carded at GameStop? I, I have actually been carded since I've been 17. Mm-hmm. Don't but before why. they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I would never. Huh. Maybe they're just cracking down at the store? Maybe. But well, like when I was 16, I was buying underage games yeah. all the time. In spite of recent news, anyway, that's that's probably why they're doing it. I mean, it's not it's not a law that to... It's not a law that retailers can't, can't sell right. mature-rated like games. Right, it's not like that. It's It's... 
It's an agreement between the ESRB and the video games industry. Uh, you can go into a mom and pop store that probably isn't part of that agreement and buy all the M-rated games you want at yeah. 12 years old. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's just the way it is. Now you don't. I, I'm of this mindset, and I, and you guys probably are too. But I don't want to see mandatory carding for people who want to buy video games. No, you know, underage right. at the federal level. You yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah. Like, like like when you're buying tobacco or alcohol. Yeah. There are counties and states that have that law in place. Are there really? Yeah. Um, I didn't look up which ones, but I, I read that, that 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 does happen. Do you think it's more like inner city stuff? I really don't know. I die. I mean, I know in New York City they don't have that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. Huh. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, though, is that a lot of, for that very reason, um, they want the game to be accessible to as many people as possible. So a lot of uh, places will aim for a target rating of T. Right. Um, T, well, it's T like a T. movie it's, going PG-13. Exactly. It's I mean, There's a lot of parallels you can draw between the MA, MPAA and the ESRB. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's one of them because a T rating hits a larger demographic. And there's been times where publishers will ship a game to the esrb and they'll rate it not like the ratings that they get so they pull out a bunch of stuff that the esrb said you know raise that, that drop level up, yeah. and you know try and try and get it down a little bit and it makes me think of uh it kind of in some in some ways it can hurt the artistry of the game um I, in the most recent example i can think of in the movies is hunger games it's it's a fairly violent and gratuitous book um but they pulled a lot of that out and got away with a pg-13 rating which is surprising, and I heard that for a PG-13 rating. It actually did a really good job, so that's huh. a good thing. But in, in a lot of cases, you know, they'll pull that stuff out, and it'll take away from it. I can't think of any specific examples at this point. Can you guys think of any? Were they were they changed the game to fit a uh, yeah. rating? No, I don't know. I, mm. At least if it, we probably wouldn't know because that would probably right. upset people mm-hmm. if they found out that their game, especially if it was something you're looking forward to, was being changed to fit into a lower right. Uh, you know, rating. a lot of director's cuts of movies and stuff are that way because it's what the director intended. Um, but when the studios come in and they get the, the R rating and they get want a PG-13 rating, you know, that's when they, mm-hmm. that's why it's called the director's cut because it's what the director intended to be seen. Right. <clears throat> how, how do you feel about, cause uh, Titanic got a, that was the movie Titanic. I only think of this cause they were re-releasing it in 3d, yeah. which is bullshit. But um, <laughs> that's beside the point that had a fairly long nude scene mm-hmm. and that was a PG 13 rating. Full so. frontal, I believe. The love you? scene yeah. in the car. Yeah. No, no, no. When he's painting her. Oh yeah. I'd and, say that's more gratuitous that. than the love making scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, wor- not worse than mass effect though. Right? No, that's a good point. It's a good argument. I don't know. I guess because I mean, sad but true because it's a video game yeah yeah it gets crapped on more so than movies as opposed to a you know historical period piece starring leonardo dicaprio give him a little leeway because it's leo (laughs) sure well it's not leo we're talking about it's kate winslet true but it was for leo's benefit (laughs) that's true that's true well maybe if you like a woman like kate for all our benefits she's pretty good nowadays she's older now she's in her 40s and she Still looks good. I'm gonna look her up. in a lot of ways. Well, her picture doesn't look good. You got to see her in films. Oh, okay. What she better? Uh, I can't remember recently. Hmm. Yeah, I was not happy to see Titanic was being released. In Actually, <laughs> my wife yesterday, I think she said, uh, "How cool would it be to see a Harry Potter movie in 3D?" And I was like, "What is your problem?" 
not cool what at all. Mean 3D movie. Don't talk to me about 3D movies. Yeah, don't. I don't want to see any movie in 3D. No, I would agree. The, I mean, when, when it was Avatar and like that was Avatar's thing, it was awesome. But after that, it's just like, meh. The Avatar really 3D was cool, but the, I thought the movie was bad. Yeah, I mean, it was a. The movie wasn't ter- terrible. It just had an awful story. It was cliche. Yeah, I'd in a lot seen of ways. that. I'd seen that plot in many other movies but it was about the spectacle really and that's what i mean that's why i liked yeah. it yeah, um I, I spent some time on the esrb website and they have a mobile app for your phone which i guess is pretty good yeah um oh yeah i did want to bring that up and they do you want to talk about it no go ahead that's all i had for oh. that um but they also have like a family discussion guide on their website and a couple three of the things it recommends um is to you know if you're a parent and your kids are playing games is just to get to know the games understand the features in the games and set some ground rules with your kids which I think is sage advice. You know, just get involved with what they're doing and yeah. know what they're playing and, yeah, what's in it and exactly what they said. Don't just push it aside because it's video games. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean, I think of us when we were growing up and I don't – our parents didn't really know any better, like, what was it, what in, what we were playing in video games. Not for us, but they did for Will oh, a really? little bit better. Well, I did – I've played every games for well, no, yeah, no, but I don't remember mom and dad ever, ever saying anything to us about playing the games that we were playing. Like whether because we played M like sure uh, Mortal Kombat yeah well I was uh, gonna Killer Instinct parts like that the ESRB kind of grew out of the the whole Mortal Kombat craze because oh, okay. what happened back in it was 1994 <laughs> um, when graphics for games were getting good enough where it was more explicit you yeah. know the violence and stuff rather yeah. than just pixel dots here and yeah. there um, and Mortal Kombat came out and people were all up in arms and they tried to push through legis- legislation to govern games but. Um, the industry stepped in and said, no, you know, we'll do what the film on industry does and govern yeah, ourselves. Which is the way to do it. And yeah, so that was 1994 when the when the ESRB was born. Okay. So, yeah, to bring up Mortal Kombat is a good example because that's kind of where it all started. Yeah. But, yeah, we played that without any issue as far as I can remember. Well, yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe mom and dad knew and just didn't care because they knew how we were. Yeah. And they knew, I mean, sure. I'm probably the least violent person ever in the world and I... Yeah. I played Mortal Kombat a lot when I was younger. Same yeah. thing with Killer Instinct. And, and we were good kids. We never got in any kind of trouble yeah. otherwise. I didn't do my schoolwork, but I never got in trouble. <laughs> right, yeah. I didn't, never wanted to get in <laughs> you, trouble. You didn't, you didn't not do your schoolwork because you were playing violent video right. games. Right, I just chose not to. Right. If it wasn't video games, it would have been books or something else that I would have done instead of my, my schoolwork. Yeah. So, I actually have a funny story about <clears throat> violent video games. It was when Fallout 3 came out, and Corey had bought it and beat it and everything, and he went out one night and let me to play it, and uh, our dad got on the computer on Yahoo, and it was the top five games to not get your kids for Christmas, <laughs> and the first one was, like, Fallout 3. He's like, you're not playing that, are you? And I'm sitting there playing it, like, blowing <laughs> off people's heads. I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he knows. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's uh. funny. Do you want to delve? The the website also has rating summaries, which is a little more specific pros about the game rather than just the rating and the descriptors. Do we want to get into one? Yeah, go just for, for it. an example. Sure. Um, so we'll take Mass Effect Three since it's recent and fresh in our Topical. heads. Um, so on the ESRB's webpage, it lists the platform, which is Windows PC, PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It lists the rating, which in this case is mature, and it lists the content descriptors as blood, partial nudity, sexual content, strong language, and violence. But it also has the rating summary, which kind of uh, puts that into context. So I'll read that. <clears throat> This is an action role-playing game in which players assume the role of a space commander attempting to save humanity from a galaxy-wide threat. As players interact with myriad characters, 
uh, developing alliances and relationships. They use machine guns, shotguns, assault rifles, and futuristic weapons to kill humans and alien creatures in frenetic combat. Enemies sometimes emit splashes of blood when hit. Some sequences depict blood-stained characters or environments. Cut scenes depict other instances of violence. An alien shooting herself in the head with a pistol. A character getting impaled by a creature's claws. As the game progresses, the storyline sometimes sometimes references references sexual material. For example, when this is over, I'm getting laid. And were oil and lubricants involved? Was there moaning? (laughs) Players players can also initiate brief romantic encounters between characters. Dialogue choices are made, leading to kissing and caressing on a bed. Sexual activity is implied. And one of these sequences, an alien character's buttocks and breasts are briefly depicted. The words F-U-C-K-S-H-I-T and A-hole can be heard in dialogue. So I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's no opinion put in there. It's just the facts. No, I agree. Um, and I think actually the the ratings are are closer for Mass Effect two and three. I think they are mm-hmm. a lot more mature games than than Mass Effect one was. Right. Yeah. I don't remember there being that much language in the first game, but uh, it's been a while since I played it. But I think I think Mass Effect two and three do deserve the M ratings, um, whereas Mass Effect one probably not. I've played Mass Effect 1 the most recently, and I don't remember very much swearing yeah. and everything. Yeah. So. I like the website, uh, esrb.org, yeah. where you can just type in a game, mm-hmm. and it brings up everything. It has the, the summary like you just read, all the content that gave it its rating and yep. what the rating is. That's cool. It's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. I like it. And a lot of times you'll see... Um, an online notice which says you know they can't rate online content because who uh, knows what's going to happen. I was online. I actually wanted to bring that up because uh, you know one of the teen games was Star Wars: The Old Republic, and the only thing they rated was the the game itself. They didn't rate your interactions with other people because obviously right. that can lead to God knows what. Yep. So debauchery. Debauchery is right. You want to talk about the process of how the game's rated a little yes, bit? Yes, go ahead. Um, so apparently what happens is the publishers send footage of the most gratuitous elements in their game to the ESRB, um, at, what point, at what point, which point they're also required to fill out a questionnaire, which concerns the game's content. Um, so three anonymous people who work for the ESRB um, review the footage and decide on a rating. If they all agree on that rating, um, separate from each other, then that's the rating it'll get. If not, then they'll give it out to more people and try and reach a consensus. Um, so the three anonymous people work for the ESRB, and they have no connections to the game industry. Um, I read that the Raiders represent a wide, ra- wide range of backgrounds, races, and ages, and have no ties to the interactive entertainment industry. Raiders include retired school principals, parents, professionals, and other individuals from all walks of life, which is great. Um, to get your game rated, um, and again, it's, it's a requirement for the major console manufacturers, uh, it's $800 for games that cost a budget less than two hundred or yeah. $250,000, and it's $4,000 for games on a budget greater than $250,000. Wow. Um, that stat I read on Wikipedia, but I always follow up the sources on Wikipedia because you never know. Right. It's from some Korean message board, um, and somebody <laughs> somebody posted that uh, who claimed to work for the ESRB, so who knows if it's so, true or yeah, not. Yeah, not sure about I that couldn't, I couldn't find that uh, elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, so 800 for budget less than that, – that's so smaller developers can get their games rated and played. Yeah, yeah. Um, so – it probably helps having a smaller game have you know have it rated by the ESRB too, right? Yeah, because then if you use a search by by rating, sure, which you can you can do you can get your game on there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That all we got? Now you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's our that's our ESRB segment. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back with feedback and news right after this. <laughs> 
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 35 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment, and this week we do have feedback. Hey-o. Which is nice. We did it. We did it. All right, we will start with our Twitter feedback uh, from Smoochie Coochie. As gamers who appreciate a good campaign over multiplayer, do you prefer a sad, heavy-hearted plot or light-hearted storyline? I don't understand the question. I would say, Corey, shut up. <laughs> No, he wants to know because, well, I'm probably not included in this, but he he, he feels like we're story-driven more than multiplayer game. Uh-huh. Yeah. He wants to know, do you prefer a heavy-hearted story or a light-hearted story? Uh, Did I stutter when I read that? No. No, I just oh. didn't. I, I thought didn't. you read it perfectly, yeah, it Dan. Good my brain hasn't been working. Uh-huh. No, you read it fine. I, my brain's just not working well, at the... contrary to popular level. belief, I can't read out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not good at it, but I can't read out loud. Six of one, half dozen of the other, really, you know? Yeah. Something to be said for both. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and I think I probably I would have to say sad, heavy-hearted plot, and only because it's harder for me to, uh, it would be harder harder for me to care about the characters enough to be sad and heavy-hearted about them than it would be a light-hearted storyline. Well, what's a good example? Same thing. Sorry, I was gonna say this is what Dan just said. What's a good example of a light-hearted story? I, well, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking Kingdoms of Amalur. I never really. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not necessarily lighthearted, but like it feels a lot lighter than, say, a Mass Effect Definitely. three would, or you know, Skyrim. You don't really, I I never really got too into the into the storyline. I think so. I it felt a little more lighthearted than something that was really sad. I don't think we really play the lighthearted one. Like I'm trying to think. I know there's a ton of them. But I'm thinking like the Banjo and Kazooie, like those kind of games. You know, or, or does he mean more like um, Legend of Zelda? Would be a little more lighthearted. Yeah, that would that would count. Should have them clarify. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, clarify smooth. Well, I mean, you yeah. Usually, if the the story is lighthearted, then the game play is a lot more lighthearted and yeah. fun and cartoon. Like the graphics are usually a little more cartoony and that kind right, of stuff. Right, like Legend of Zelda. Right. So would you? I, don't say, know. I would, wouldn't say I prefer one. Yeah, because the they're not. They're, I mean, they're not dark either. Like a, you know, they can be dark. Twilight Princess was kind of dark. Was it? I never played Twilight Princess. You played it right well. Mm-hmm. Did you say it was dark for Zelda? Not really. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, for me, I prefer probably because I, if I get enough into the storyline to think the game is sad and, and heavy-hearted, I probably would like that better. Yeah. I would have to say. Yeah. I'd probably be with you on that one, Dan. Yeah. I'm just trying. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a, a lighthearted game to use. Yeah, as an example. I couldn't come up with an example in the br- the the time I was thinking about what it. What about uh, Kingdom Hearts? It's lighthearted, isn't it? It depends on your definition of lighthearted. I, I see what he means, but I, like, the, yeah, there's two types of lighthearted. There's Zelda and Kingdom Hearts lighthearted, and then there's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Like like I said, like Banjo Kazooie and uh, Crash Bandicoot, you know those, yeah. those, those are like Spyro. Those aren't really story. Well, yeah, Spyro. I mean, uh, do you think RPGs almost have to be a little more serious? Dark, probably. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, huh. I can't come up with a like, Saints Row the Third, like a lighthearted <laughs> a hell of an RPG. <laughs> I can't come up with a lighthearted like a, like a lighthearted RPG. Yeah. I know they exist. Maybe the Probably. Tales games a little bit. No, because they're even like yeah, they're kind of sad. Yeah, it all depends on what your definition of the sad and yeah. Super Mario, Super Mario RPG. Yeah, that's that lighthearted. Was lighthearted. Yeah, that's a good one. 
That's a good example. <laughs> one that I never played. But again, that was really good, though. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I mean, 6 one half dozen of the other. Oops. Sorry, guys. That's all right. That was really loud. 6 one half dozen. Okay. Uh, moving on. Our le- our next piece of feedback via Twitter is from Chase, uh, multi-direct one, as you know, who says, thanks, guys, for the last. Really took my mind off the pain of my foot. And I'm assuming he means our St. Paddy's Day episode. <laughs> I would assume. Um, I, at least I think so. Cause this was, yeah, this is today. So, uh, you're welcome. We enjoyed making it hopefully as much as you like listening to it. So no pr- hope your foot's no feeling pro- better. Yeah, man. definitely. No problem. Uh, good luck at surgery too. Uh, I've had three ankle injuries myself. I've never broken it, but I had one really bad sprain and the doctor told me I would have been better off breaking it. Ugh. So I know. Ugh. A good ankle injury feels like. I didn't have to have surgery, though. That's good. Yeah. Is that the one you got basketball when you yeah. went up and fell on it? I remember that. I went up for the rebound, and I knew the guy in front of me could jump really high, so I tried to get a little more oomph into my spring. Bad idea. Uh, <laughs> oomphed backwards. Yeah, sure did. Oh. I had to go to physical therapy for it. Yuck. But best of luck to you. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Feel better. But I, I already tweeted that to him, so... I almost want to ship him my copy of Dark Souls, because it's broke. Yeah. That sucks. I'm telling you, I recommend this every time somebody breaks a disc. Just email the publisher. Let them know. Ship them the broken... If you ship them the broken broken disc in the, the packaging, they'll just send you a new one. They'll probably charge you, like, you know, shipping or whatever, but... Yeah. That or happened to me. try. Yeah, that happened to me with... I broke your Massive... Or not your Massive... Uh, Master of Orion 2 disc. Remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Because it was before you even played it. And I got, like, it came in the mail or something, and I opened it up and put it on my computer, and as soon as I did it, just chewed up the CD. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's a little bit different circumstances, yeah. and that's what I wrote in the email. And they're like, yeah, just send it to us, and we'll send you a new one they for probably have some seven around. bucks, yeah. you know. Chase, I will I will ship you my copy if you really want it. You email us or dress up. You gotta we'll, play it, Eric. No, nah, I'm not gonna. We'll all <laughs> sign it, and we'll send it to him. There you go. That's a Get well idea. soon. Yeah, get well. Well, get well present. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so if you do that, we will ship you Eric's copy of Dark Souls. We will. I just got to get back from my friend. Pretty lives next door. Oh, there you go. So, Okay. On to our website feedback. Our first first one is from Travis Eicher. This says, I'm with Dan on this. Mass Effect ending didn't bother me at first, but the more I thought about it, the more pissed I got about it. I've invested over like two, or I've invested like over 200 hours in that series, and to end it like that just irritates me. My main problem with it is there isn't any closure on it. But then they will probably charge us ten dollars for DLC to get the best ending. I remember back in the days of the SNES and NES when you could just be a real good game, real good at the game to get the best ending. It's almost like Bioware is trolling us. That being said, the actual game is awesome. I'm sure I will replay it at least once more. I haven't tried the multiplayer, but it looks interesting. That being said, Travis, uh, you probably will be very interested in our next our episode we're recording a little later tonight, our Mass Effect 3 ending How are we spoilers. releasing that? Is that coming out with it's this just, one? No, it's just going to be a special episode oh, okay. on its own, standalone episode. So yeah, definitely download that. and, and uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I do kind of miss the days of uh, SNES and, and NES getting the whole game when you when you buy it you know, what you not, see is what you get yeah exactly but what you i mean i'm not against game. dlc because i think it can add to a game once you're done with it yeah but it's not always worth it without dlc how would you be able to wear n7 armor in final fantasy 13 too that's true it'd never happen yeah, yeah. i would just want to get the i would get the game get the n7 armor look at how cool my character look in the n7 armor <laughs> 
turn it off. And then turn it off. <laughs> That's all I do. So yeah, we we will actually we'll get more into into your comments when we when we do that that episode. So um yeah, the multiplayer is is a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with it. We played um, last night. We played last night actually. Me, Eric, Billy, and Jeff. Yeah. Um, it was a blast. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. I was sleeping when I got your text. I actually, know- my phone died at like quarter to midnight or something like that. I knew you were incapacitated because you were watching a Netflix show. Uh huh. And usually, if it's video games, you'll text me right back. Yeah. And you didn't. I was like, hey, you probably passed out. Yeah. yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. Okay. I would have played, too. Yeah. Today was my last day of online. Cool. All right. Because I used Will's two-day thing. So. Oh, that's right. I'm excited to hear what you thought about it. Yeah. Me, too. Okay. Our last piece of feedback. Hey, Cousin Chris here, and it's been some time since athletes have seen a comment of the manliest of man children as you guys know i lost my original playthroughs uh mass effect mass effect playthroughs due to a very stupid clearing of my hard drive i'm an idiot regardless if i may request a spoiler segment opposed to a whole episode dedicated to mass effect 3 um we are going to do a spoiler episode uh we already have our mass effect 3 episode out do we do we say what we were going to do do we say we we're going to have just a we were, we said we were going to have a spoiler segment right we're actually just going to have a standalone yeah, spoiler episode. episode. Okay. I'm three quarters of the way through Mass Effect 2, having played through Mass Effect 1 twice. I don't want to hear too many spoilers, but I also don't want to miss my favorite podcast. Since Mr. Williams signed with the Buff- with Buffalo, I will not inquire about submitting my resume to fill Eric's position unless <clears throat> you want me to. I also wanted to remind... We don't. Thank you. <laughs> I also wanted to remind Dan about the board games we used to play called Fortress America. Broad, broadsides and boarding parties, Conquest of the Empire, and Battle Masters featuring the Ogre Champion of Grimgrog. Keep up the good work, fellas. Oh, man. Cousin Chris. Battle Master. I remember Battle Masters. Yeah, with the big Pax Grim, Mat. Grimgrog. I remember the little figurine, too. Yeah. yeah. That was a sweet wow. game. I forgot about Battle Masters until he brought that up. Me, too. Yeah, because we had the mat for the longest time. Yeah, it was like a 10-foot by 8-foot Hex map. Yeah. I don't, was it Hex? Yeah, I think I so. I thought it was just grid um oh. but yeah and, and you had uh platforms yeah. with troops, troops on it on them, yeah and they had a like a score and they were listed and there was like a tower you could set up yep and there's different terrain you could cross over yep. on the map and everything yeah that was a sweet game oh, man uh p.s Corey, don't forget your final fantasy 6 promise during the star wars galaxies episode at least i think you promised or my pbr memory thinks that my my pbr promise goes against <laughs> your pbr <laughs> memory uh, just said. PPS, also the first athlete to guess the number of errors in this post gets a special surprise. I think Will Will did it, right? Mm-hmm. Did you get a special surprise yet? Uh, he didn't tell me how many okay. I didn't see. I always miss the website feedback for some reason. I check it. Frequently. I check that pretty frequently. I always miss the Twitter feedback. Okay, so that'll do it for Actually, feedback. Dan, I wanted to say, uh, oh, yeah. Chase pointed out a game. To me, that he like Swords really liked. Sorcery. The, yeah, Swords and Sorcery on iOS. Okay. For anybody interested in a, in a new game to try in there. Yeah. Corey and Will will have to try that. Yeah, that's one I've been wanting to get into. Maybe I'll do it for next week. Yeah. He said Check he really it likes it. He said yeah. he, it was hard to explain it, but he really mm-hmm. likes it. Okay. So. I'll check it out. They, they all have demos and stuff that you can try the game, right? Uh, or no? Maybe a free version. I don't know. I don't know about that game. Okay. I trust his opinion, though. Any man that likes Dark Souls... I went to um, Verizon two days ago, I think, 
and I get my my phone upgrade May sixteenth, so I will officially be an iPhone owner that day. Nice. Not a fucking second later. <laughs> what, what day? May sixteenth. Oh, nice. That's coming up. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. You get the four S. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to hold out for the five. Yeah. I'm having a hard time holding out. I, I was never one to hold out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. As it were. I don't like to wait for things either. No, I'm very impatient. I've had this piece of shit for two years. <laughs> I'm ready to get rid of it. You don't. You can't upgrade every year and a half? It is a year and a half. Oh, okay. But it feels like it's been an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So. Okay. Well, thank you for that feedback, everybody. Yeah. Travis and Chris. Oh, and didn't somebody asked about Smooch Dragon Age? Oh, that's, oh right. that's right. Yeah, uh, Todd, who we also work oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah. He asked what our opinions were on Dragon Age 1 and 2 because they're cheap now. And yes. he was thinking about getting them. I told him that I had played <coughs> sorry, Dragon Age and I liked it, but I didn't play Dragon Age 2. Uh-huh. So I figured you guys could talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, I talked to him briefly at work the other day, but I really, really, really loved the first game. And I just didn't like the second one. I mean, it was okay for the first playthrough, but I, after that I couldn't. I couldn't play it anymore, so which means I didn't like it. If I can't play it through a game more than once, it means I don't like it. I liked it. Um, mm, I wouldn't say it did. It did. Two did a lot of things that one didn't do right, but two also had problems of its own. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, what game did I have that same opinion of? I can't remember. What is wrong with me? Did you talk about it on this podcast? Yeah. What did we talk about before Mass Effect Three? Uh. I can't remember. I was gonna, it doesn't not, matter. Not kingdoms. What was the question? Because uh, it would have to. Have... It, it must have been Mass Effect. Yeah, because uh, you know they took out a lot of the stuff that one did wrong. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it was Final Fantasy thirteen two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had my problems with one and um, two, f- fixed all those problems, but created some problems of its own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked two overall. I mean, if you like the the Mass Effect RPG game. Style of game. Uh, what are some other examples? He hasn't, that played, like that? he hasn't played Mass Effect. Uh, I'd recommend it. He would like it though, knowing him. Yeah, he, he would, especially the first one. Yeah, he might even like the second one too. I just I didn't care for it. I, I thought in terms of of choice in video games, I think the Dragon Age games did that to a much greater extent than Mass Effect did. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, I could see that. The thing I didn't like about the second one, I think, was the focus. I I, I didn't like the focus on the character Hawk. Because I thought they were trying to recreate Shepard uh, with that. And I, I just didn't like it. It didn't feel like it fit. Yeah. You know? What? No? No, I can't believe they tried that. That That's what I think happened. I think they were trying to create the Shepard of the Dragon Age series. They were two totally different characters, though. No, I know. They were you trying to make Hawk the Shepard of Dragon Age, is what they, I think they were trying to do. Like in, a recognizable character, like yeah. how Shepard is. Yeah. In the second game? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Why wouldn't they just take the character from the first game? Because it was a generic. It could have. Oh, it, was it was one of random, like right. six characters that you could be, or yeah. eight characters. Well, you know, they had a formula that they thought worked, and they're trying to play off of it. Yeah, it didn't, I mean, it, different it, divisions, but it didn't really feel like it fit. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of game. Yeah, it is absolutely. So yeah, thanks for that, Todd. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, on to news. Uh, Corey, why don't you go first with your news article? My news article is titled, New Microsoft Patent Could Indicate Future of Gaming. Uh, There's not really too much to talk about here. I just thought it was cool, the picture and stuff. Uh, It's a patent filed by Microsoft of glasses. Um, And this is reported as by Patent Bolt. 
Um, <clears throat> the patent details how a display system will work on goggles, helmets, and other eyewear. The application calls for a virtual projector system involving lasers that are used to beam images in front of each eye. So this is uh, basically just a, a stab at augmented reality. And there's a lot of stuff that do that already. I think there's cars that have windshields with augmented reality and stuff. Yeah, they're starting to come out. Yeah, so I think, I mean, hmm. that would be a, Sounds cool. pretty cool to wear glasses. And well, that's kind of what we talked about in our future gaming episode. Yeah, we right? did talk about that. We talked about augmented reality. Yeah. So. Um, well, I know my cousin in the, in the Army flies Apache helicopters, and he said, like, they have screens now in those that are, like, a video game pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty sweet because it's a, it's an easy transition for people to make from right. a game controller to a yeah. to a helicopter. You know, yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're already used to that control system. Apparently, Google is looking into glasses technology of its own, and um, that the Google glasses have a navigation silt- system built in that utilizes head tilting commands, so to they can track you and click on features. Well, that's Google's way. Does Google only have like working headquarters in California? That's where their main campus is. They might have other Do they have off- anything here? I don't think so. They might have other offices other places, but their main campus is, is in California. I, think I need to work for Google. They have offices everywhere. They're always very highly ranked. They are. Being but, working for a company that's yeah. usually on the list. Well, they have their... When uh, you compare... <laughs> because the place we work for is always very high, too. But, like, you compare the amenities that each has, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is weird. With, the, Google, they can wear shorts to work. They can bring their dogs to work. They can bring their children to work and have daycare, correct? Yeah, there's, a, like, oh, there's 20% time. So much. Isn't there, like, a free gym? They have so much shit. It's crazy. They have, what I think is brilliant is 20% time. And what that is is 20% of the time you're at work, you spend on doing whatever you want. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Um, but whatever you come up with is Google property you know still but still yeah you can work on whatever project you want That's and a lot of their best projects have come from 20 percent time i can imagine because wow. then you're not you know you're I don't know. actually go ahead nah, well i was trailing off oh i heard uh, a thing on the radio the other day saying that um companies in america are starting to look into letting um employees take naps mm-hmm. while they're at work because <sighs> they feel like people would be more refreshed and and all that you know all that shit. Be put their minds. I'm a firm believer know. in nap time. Yeah, I take a nap just about every day. I I can't tell you if I take like a ten minute nap, I wake up feeling outstanding. Yeah. Anything more than like a half hour though, I feel like shit. Yeah. Uh, see, if I take it like an hour nap, and uh, when I first wake up, I feel crappy, <laughs> but but in general, that will keep me going for the rest of the day. Much better than. Yeah, probably if I slept for like two hours, I wouldn't be able to recover from that. No, but like an but hour. How sweet would nap time? Oh, be I would work? love that. Love that. Instead of you know taking a fifteen minute break and just shoving as much food in my face as I can <laughs> in that fifteen minutes. Yeah. If I got an extra fifteen minutes for a nap, I would definitely take it. Right. You know. There's a, the speaking of the twenty percent time and all that stuff. There's a good book out. We actually had to read had to read for class last uh, a couple semesters ago. I think it was called Drive, but it talks about all like the modern. Uh, workplace fixes that could happen that would make people more productive. And one of them was basically just letting them manage themselves. Yeah. Uh, like how much of a difference that makes in terms of productivity and stuff. That's what I try to do. Yeah. Uh, as a manager where I work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as the work's getting done, man. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
I don't feel like I need to step in. Yeah. People know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But, True. We they, do they have one of those for home? What do you mean? Because I could use a little more drive when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking I don't know. of which, Probably. I'm really putting the putting the full court press on the old lady for the stay at home jo- uh, oh, dad job. Good good call. Yeah. I dig it, but like I mean, today I got a lot accomplished, but most days, like I'm not I'm not going to do anything today. <laughs> I'll play video games when the baby takes a nap, and when I he's not napping, I'll take care of him. You should check out this book. It's uh, I'll look into it. I think a lot of the principles would apply okay. for anything, you know. Yeah, because I mean, really, the staying being a stay at home parent, that's work in a way. I'm at work, I guess. Um, it's work in a different way. Mm-hmm. But. It'll pay off when your boy is a, a contributing member of society, and you can say, "Look what I did." <laughs> Hopefully, he contributes more than his daddy does. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Well, I contribute this to yeah, society. Which is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> You're just trying to prove that you know things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, we went right off the rails there, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing? Who's... The hey, name? While we're off the rails, can I bring something else up? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. This isn't video game related, but it's like that type of thing related. Do you see what they're doing the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah i heard they're are they rewriting their back they're making them aliens what i feel like that's not the first time they've been made into aliens wasn't there something else where that was the case i don't know i feel like this is like it's the michael it's well it's michael bay that's why people are upset michael bay's you know the guy behind transformers and the. Mm. i don't care who does it (laughs) yeah they can't change that 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 background they i don't uh is he trying to make? Is he making a new movie? And he's trying yeah. to turn. Yep. Yeah. You, you know what I'm thinking of is Turtles in Space, <laughs> which has nothing to do with their backstory. It's just how I <laughs> it, well, related that. That's stupid. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but this is even more stupid. Why? Why would you do that? They've got how many years of comic books and cartoons and stuff that said they were turtles that were mutated by what was it, what's the Shredder Splinter. Shredder? Yeah, the oh the slime, the sl- yeah the oh. green stuff. Did I don't they have a name for it? it? The sure ooze, ooze, yeah, it's just ooze. Um, why would they? Why? Michael Bay said what? fans need to chill, Dan. So take it easy. No, but what? What? I'm not even really a you know, turtles he can fan. Fuck off, first of all. I'm not even a turtles fan. <laughs> I just don't understand the thought process. But why would you change that? I, I pulled up some quotes from Michael Bay. These turtles are from an alien race, <clears throat> and they're going to be tough, edgy, funny, and completely lovable. Yeah. Highly doubt it. Oh, my God. Highly doubt that anybody's going to love them. I love them. (laughs) (coughs) Only people playing the EC games. Is that what they were? (laughs) Yeah, early childhood games. I don't know. I don't get that. That's that's ridiculous. And that's part of my problem with Hollywood. When Hollywood touches anything is they just ruin it like that. Yeah. Because they were going to do... America was going to do a Doctor Who reboot. mm Mm-hmm. Um... And they were just going to, like, I mean, Doctor Who has, it's 50 years they're going to be on TV this year. Yeah. Um, and they were just going to start, like, start over, start from scratch. Of course, just leave it alone. I'm like, give me a break. I would be irate about that, but. I'll read his whole quote, just, just for yeah, clarification. Yeah, I don't want it, you to be, <laughs> it, it to be taken out of context. We uh, need he, context here. He said, Fan, fans need to take a breath and chill. They have not read the script. Our team is working closely with one of the original creators of Ninja Turtles to help expand and give a more complex backstory. 
relax. We are including everything that made you become fans in the first place. We are just building a richer world. And that's according know. to the Chicago Chicago Tribune. But but how? how yeah, is, I don't know. How is that the case if the turtles are aliens all of a sudden? I don't know. That makes no sense. And now I'm pissed you. off. Well, Dan, you haven't read the script. That's I, what I was hoping to do, Dan, is get you riled up. <laughs> I'm pissed off again. Uh, I, I'm pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from uh, American Pie. Which one? One of them. I Where he goes know. to play the trumpet and he's yeah. supposed to be the retarded guy. Yeah. <laughs> the band leader. He's like, well, I'm, I'm pissed off. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I'll go next to take my mind off the things. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, my article is from GameSpot.com, entitled The Old Republic Taking Players from World of Warcraft. Um, this is by Eddie McCutch. Uh, it was posted on March 20th, which was yesterday. Senior producer on MMORPG Blockbuster said Bioware's new online game drawing some players away from Azeroth. Calls drop. Not surprising. Um, he the Who was it? Uh, WoW senior producer John LaGrave told Eurogame in our event recently that the dip in WoW subscriptions is not a surprise. He also noted that some gamers are waiting until the mists of Pandaria expansion arrives to return to Azeroth. Um, do you think it's that, or do you think it's just that, that I think World of Warcraft is getting kind of tired and yep. old and people want something new to sink lots of hours into? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I, I, I know for a fact some people have probably quit and said, you know, when Mr. Pandaria come back, when there's some more content for me, I'll come back and play it. And I think that will happen, but I mean, it's, it's just the, the gradual yeah. death of world. Of yeah. Warcraft. Oh yeah. We um, should ask Serica who was on one of our early episodes. Yeah. What she thinks about that. Yeah. Cause I, I, I don't know. Does she keep playing? I don't know. I haven't heard her talk about it much. Yeah. I know she wasn't playing the old Republic anymore. Yeah. Oh, did she quit? I think so. I think I asked her last time I saw her. I mean, if you think about it, people have put hundreds, if not thousands of hours into World of Warcraft. And, I mean, maybe there's just nothing for them to do right now. And they see Star Wars, you know. Yeah, something different. Something different. And, Fresh. And, yeah, I think when Mr. Pandaria come back, some of them will, will go play World of Warcraft until that gets tired and then yeah. they'll be done with it. From a technical standpoint, I mean, the Old Republic is far superior to World of Warcraft in every way. I mean, the story is... Fantastic, yeah. It might not be as as group oriented as as World of Warcraft is, but I just think it's a much better game. Yeah. But I never got into World of Warcraft either, so well, I I did want to read. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, you're right, but in in a lot of ways, World of Warcraft is more robust. Yeah. Oh um, well, I mean, it's been out for eight years, seven years. Yeah. And I think specifically one of the problems I had with the Old Republic was its guild features, or should I say, lack thereof. Lack thereof. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing really. Yeah. Other than party chat, yeah, um, I saw they just recently added a a bank, a yeah. guild bank. Yeah. And I don't even like the fact that they call them guilds. That's isn't that like a medieval phrase? Yeah, yeah, that's what. That always kind of bugged me. Star Wars Galaxies called them player associations. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. It was PAs instead of guilds. People still yeah. call them guild because that's what I think EverQuest started calling, mm-hmm. or was it Ultima Online? I don't know. They called them I like that to first. attribute everything to EverQuest. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the first, <laughs> like, blockbuster one, probably. At least right. that I was aware of. Yeah. Paul um, at all caverns, man. Oh, Paul at all That's caverns. where it was all at. Yeah. I wanted to read one comment because I thought this was funny. Uh, Chronic X, uh, who was a Games, GameSpot 
uh, commenter said, people are actually waiting for that awful Kung Fu Panda expansion pack. <laughs> yeah, because Blizzard totally read my mind when I thought, what do I want next in World of Warcraft? They totally delivered with fat-ass pandas. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. It'd be I- interesting to hear uh, somebody who, a diehard World of Warcraft fan, defend the Mist of Pandaria expansion. Yeah. I think it's stupid. I think most of us think it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, fat-ass pandas. What's yeah, that got to do with with uh, World uh, of Warcraft? Maybe it has everything to do. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about it. So yeah. What doesn't? It well, have I've, I've heard people. It? I've heard posted online that the pandas have existed in World of Warcraft mythology for a long time. So, but still, do they do they really think that, or are they just trying to justify it to themselves? Well, that's what I read. Oh. I mean, yeah. who knows if the the source was? But nobody argued with that person, so right. I don't know. They probably didn't think he could argue with such an idiot. <laughs> that happens, too. Yeah. Somebody says something so stupid. I came stupid. across that today, actually. Yeah. yeah. Not, even gonna, yeah. not even going to touch that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Eric, why don't you go ahead? All right, I'll go next. I'm actually going to use one of my Nibble Bits uh, articles for my story. The BioWare is working on a modified Mass Effect 3 ending. This is by Steven Totillo, Totillo on Kotaku. Um, I just want to read one of the quotes out of it. Um, executive producer Casey Hudson and the team are hard at work. I don't know who said the quote. Let me see if I can find that right quick. It was Ray Ma, Ma, Machiska. Machiska. Okay. Oh, there it is. Ray Muzika. Muzika. Yeah. yeah. M-U-Z-Y-K-A. Yeah. First name Ray. Uh, executive producer Casey Hudson and the team are hard at work on a number of game content initiatives that will help answer the questions, providing more clarity for those seeking further closure to their journey. You'll hear more on this in April. So what do you think of that? Um, I mean, Dan, as somebody that we know did not like the ending, what do you think about them actually changing the ending after... I don't. I don't think the verbiage was "we're changing the ending." No, but I think there are articles titled that they're going to change the ending. Yeah, yeah but in the in the press release, I don't think anybody ever said we're going to change the ending to appease fans. I think what they said is we're going to add some clarification. Yeah, to the ending, which I mean, there's theories out there, which we're going to talk about in the yes. spoiler episode. There's a lot um, of stuff floating around. I think. I think what they're going to do is that that's exactly it. They're going to just give some clarification. Yeah, and. Hopefully they do it for free. Yeah, yeah. For people that are bothered by it. I would be okay with clarification. I really would. What if they actually changed it? I would hate it. I would think it would be the biggest misstep in gaming history. I agree with you, Corey. I was hoping you would say that. Yeah, I also, when I saw that article, I thought if they, I mean. As much as you don't like it, wouldn't it just be such a bitch out? Yeah, I think so. Um, that, That said, there is some Interesting ideas floating around out there that we will get into okay. later. We can't, we can't really talk about it. If you listen to this, you should definitely listen to the, the spoiler special because it it blew my – we're talking about the same thing. Like, yeah. it blew my mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did want to point out – actually, Corey, you brought it up. One of the comments from Craig J. J. Pants or something. He's from Kotaku Message Boards. He – the last part of his quote just says, bitching equals more money. Yeah. <laughs> For them, yeah, um, yeah. Which, like you said, Corey, hopefully they release it for free. Whatever they're doing, probably won't, because it's not going to be free to put together. Nope. Um, there was another one I wanted to talk about, but I'm not going to find it. So, I don't know. I just think uh, I understand people being upset about it, but to actually want them to go through and change the ending 
is a bit much for me. Yeah, I To think that you have that kind of pull as somebody that's just buying their game to change something that they did in the game, I don't agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. I I think if they... They should own it, you know? Yeah. The the ending's the ending. Yep. That said, as I said, there's some stuff that we can't talk about that we'll talk about afterwards. I'm excited to hear it as I've committed to having it spoiled for me. There you go. (laughs) Well, I mean... Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Will, go ahead. Uh, I have two articles. The one Corey brought up I'll get into in a minute. But the one I wanted to start with is... Well, I just wanted to give credit. Uh, Travis Liker, one of our listeners, actually posted that. The link to that on our Facebook if you're interested in reading the article. Uh, With any luck, the terrorists really are using Call of Duty to train. (laughs) (laughs) Semi-reliable British news source, The Sun, reports that terrorists are using Call of Duty and Halo to keep in touch with each other and train for terrorist attacks. Um, The Sun blares, which may may well possibly be scum terrorists, may be using voice chat over Xbox 360 or PS3 as they would Skype or burn their cell phones to discuss plans to kill innocent people. But why Call of Duty and why Halo? The Sun reports sources may say plotters choose realistic conflict games so they can mask their deadly discussions as harmless <coughs> web chat. Uh, That's interesting. For starters, Halo is not a realistic game. No. At all. No. So that'd be baffling if they're using that. <laughs> yeah, science science fiction. But Call of Duty <clears throat> is a more realistic example, I guess you could say. Uh, it's it's current day warfare. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a quote from this is, but maybe Call of Duty is a good fit for terrorists. After all, the paper does report that the terrorists choose incredibly realistic first-person games where the controller works through a complex simulation of war scenarios, carrying out missions and battling enemy fighters. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, and we can only hope that people, the terrorists, are stupid enough to consider Call of Duty for to be incredibly realistic. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say they'd probably want to play Battlefield. That, I was going to say that was a little bit of a mis- misstep on their part. <laughs> yeah. If the next uh, big terror plot is architected through uh, Call of Duty, we may only have to wait for the terrorists to fall back and let their health regenerate <laughs> before the authorities take them out. And the top comment is how we can stop them, 12-year-old <laughs> Xbox Live users. <laughs> I like it. Spot on. I thought that was kind of an entertaining article because they're using Call of Duty and Halo to plot terrorist attacks. All all we'd have to do is pick a window and put a grenade launcher on our gun and sit there. There you go. (laughs) Camp. Camp the shit out of it. Uh, I like it. That's good stuff. That's a good article. (laughs) But the the other other articles on Kotaku, (laughs) written by Steven Tortillo... Uh, Congressman really, really, really wants to slap cigarette-style warning labels on video games. Courtney basically talked about it, so I'm going to get his... It's Joe uh, Baca. He's a congressman, a Democratic uh, congressman. His 2012 uh, bill announcement. Uh, the video game industry has a responsibility to parents, families, and to consumers to inform them <coughs> of the potentially damaging content that is often found in their products. It's funny, don't they already do that? Yeah. I'll get into a comment in a second. They have repeatedly failed to live up to their responsibilities. Meanwhile, research continues to show that playing violent video games is as a casual risk factor for a host of detrimental effects in both short and long run, including increasing the likelihood of physical or aggressive behavior. American families deserve to know the truth about these potentially dangerous products. You know what I want to see is a comparison that compares what video games do in terms of planting the seed to, of, to violence 
compared to movies and books and TV. I was going to say literature. Bad parenting. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, when you're exposed to anything, of course it's going to influence your lifestyle one way or the other. I don't know. It just bugs the hell out of me. Well, to to think that he would even waste his time on something like that when we have so much other shit going on. Yeah. It boggles the mind. Much worse problems. Why pour your resources into that when they already have a rating system? And it clearly points out the stuff in the games. I mean, just... Well, it doesn't need a big label besides the big label that's already on it saying what the rating is. Exactly. And in the back, it says exactly why that that game got what rating it did. One of the comments is actually dot, 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 or they could, you know, read the back of the box and put (laughs) in parentheses, Nights in the Nightmare, Teen, Alcohol and Tobacco References, Mild Fantasy Violence, Mild Language, Suggestive Themes, all covered, see? (laughs) <laughs> I like it. See, like, if they have a rating system, why try and add those cigarette-style labels on them? Yeah. It's just a waste. It's, it's there's, a total waste. Because there's stupid people out there that will buy that bullshit from them <clears throat> and vote for them. That's, that's a, why. Exactly. That's exactly why I don't vote. Yeah, does anybody who's sane think that putting this label on video games will suddenly end violence in the United States? No. No. Like Eric said, it's all, it's all about getting reelected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. about how many yahoos can I get to believe yeah. the bullshit that I spew out? Yeah, where was this from? Uh, where was the article? No, the, the oh. congressman. The congressman? Uh, I'd have to look a little bit. One sec. Um, it we're, just says... We're, uh, we're going to pick on whatever area it is. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, really, doesn't matter. California Democrat Joe Baca. California. There you go. Aren't they almost bankrupt? Yes. He's actually trying to introduce... But then again, we can't say much because <laughs> New York State's bankrupt, I wasn't going to bring that up. It seems like California would be the last place you'd want to put that type of legislation in there considering yeah. all the game companies out there well maybe 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 he's a movie person because i know movies and games don't exactly get along yeah. um as, as far as the industries go so maybe he's trying to hurt the games industry maybe he's a movie industries guy makes no sense he's proposed this uh the this bill in 2009 2011 so they're saying 2013 is when he's gonna do it again oh god just re- revised well, it's worked out so well for him the other years might as well and the picture on Kotaku, actually, <clears throat> it's a Wii game, and it's a Pokemon, and it's got, like, Pikachu on the cover, and it says, warning, exposure to violent video games has been linked to aggressive behavior. <laughs> it, I mean, it's funny, but that's exactly what's going to happen. Every game except the e, uh, EC is going to have that label on it. Super Smash Brothers really I mean, brings it out in you, doesn't it? Brings out the hatred. It's innocent Pokemon, and they well, just battle. you know how I get when I see Pikachu flying around <laughs> shooting lightning out of his butt. <laughs> You know how it gets me going. <laughs> that gets you nice and violent. You better uh, believe. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Go home and start yelling at my wife. <laughs> For baiting you. She's been sitting around baiting me all day. Uh, uh, okay, on that note, well, we're going to take a quick break again and be right back right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. <clears throat> we are in what we played this week. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, as I said, I played The Witcher. I played maybe put another two, three, four hours into my character. I'm not really sure. On PC, right? On PC, yep. Um, it's a good RPG, um, but I'm I'm just having trouble playing things after how awesome Mass Effect 3 was. You said that was going to happen. Yeah, um, it happened to me with Mass Effect 2, and I think Corey's right. I just need to play a game that's completely different. I need to play a puzzle game or something like that. To, maybe, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get Civilization and play that. Cleanse your palate. Yeah, exactly. Something completely different. Um, because it, it really is hard for any RPG, I think, to live up to the epicness and awesomeness of, of Mass Effect 3. So... <clears throat> So I played that for a few hours. I really like it. It's a great game. I just it's it. I just need something to play something different. Um, I also started my insanity playthrough on Mass Effect Three with my renegade character, who's also a soldier. Um, I had a lot of trouble because the soldier feels very worthless, um, especially at the beginning. You don't have a lot of variety in your powers and stuff. Like you get Liara, like kind of you know early. Early, yeah. Um, is that what and, she is as a soldier? No, she's uh, an adept, oh. I think. Um, and that helps having her powers. But other than that, like, really your only option is ammo types, which means you have to shoot everything to, yeah. to take it down, you know, especially guys with shields. Um, biotic powers don't really do much damage against shields and stuff. So I, ha- I was the one that had to shoot with my disruptor ammo, and, like, you're so weak and stuff that I was just getting wiped out constantly. So... I might restart my insane playthrough with my adept that I finished the game with my my main shepherd because mm-hmm. she was at level like fifty six or fifty seven, so I already have all my powers and stuff. So that would help with the insanity playthrough, I think. Um, do you think it'd be harder? They make it like even harder if you do that. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do want to try it though because I do want to get to level sixty, mm-hmm. um, and I do want to beat it on insanity. So. <clears throat> So we'll see. I'll, I'll probably try that, but I don't think I can do it with my soldier character on Insanity. It's just mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Engineer. I thought about Engineer because they have really awesome, you know, the Overload, Incinerate, Combat Drone, yeah. all that stuff is awesome. And I have an Engineer character. You could um, probably solo it with an Engineer. I don't know. <clears throat> That's what my online character is now is an Engineer. I think I'm level nine. How do you now. like it? Love it. Yeah, so good, especially against the Geth. Uh huh. Just forget about it, because you just overload. It. I just spam overload, and it just does so much damage. Give yourself one weapon. That's what I do. Yeah, um, I use I use the M13 Raptor, which is the the semi-automatic sniper rifle. Uh-huh. It's an amazing gun, and I think my recharge is I get plus eighty five percent to my recharge because nice. it's not a heavy gun, but yeah. it's not a light gun either. It's right. not a pistol, <clears throat> but yeah, sweet. In the game, uh, my uh, bonus. Or cooldown is like two hundred percent or something like that. Yeah, because you use like a, one of the SMGs or a, a the heavy light pistol. pistol. Yeah, and it's the the Spectre one, the Paladin. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. You talking in the multiplayer? No, in the in the oh okay. Player. Gotcha. But in multiplayer, I use the heavy pistol too, and cooldowns pretty quick. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get at the. I don't know if I mentioned this, but at the very beginning of my multiplayer experience, I got my favorite gun, which was the M13 Raptor, and I, that's what I've just used. So. I've been lucky so far. Well, while we're on the topic, I, I've been playing the multiplayer Mass Effect 3 <clears throat> just to get my galactic readiness up so I can beat the game. Yeah. Um, I like it. I don't think it's great. Yeah. That's um, how I feel, Did you too. play it with any friends? No. 
That's definitely well, one you need to play with I figured, your friends. And way more fun nobody was friends. talking. Do they usually talk? In no. Them? No. I had one group that, of people I didn't know that, uh, that talked to each other. That's so much more helpful. It is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up, <clears throat> we beat a silver challenge when I when I was with the guys. And I didn't have my microphone on because it was really late at night, so I couldn't talk. But they would tell me where to go if, if they needed co- cover for something. All right. Because especially when you get the ones where you need to disable the device you know, one person is on that device and they can't do anything. So you need to have cover. So, you know, if he saw someone off to the right or left, he would tell me and I would go take out the guys that were trying to get him. Yeah. So effective. Yeah. Haven't you guys beaten a gold challenge? No, I haven't even tried one. Me either. I did. It's insanely hard. Is it? I've beaten a couple silvers, but well, we got, uh, when I did, I got the reapers of course, and the banshees were just a pain. Yeah. You have to get the right map. And I think, and, and not, play against the reapers because they're just too hard is uh is this a wise choice i just every time i just saved up all my credits to buy the specter pack yeah i yeah. never bought the lower ranked packs yeah. yeah the one below it's not bad either yeah. yeah um and then they have the they have a couple special ones now equipment pack equipment pack and then there's one other one which i bought and it gave me a wrong pack it gave me like a veteran pack oh did it really yeah huh. <laughs> nice well, the equipment pack's nice because you get to refill your stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, especially my meta gels and the, the shield boost things. Because I, I never have the shield boost thing, so I should mm-hmm. buy an equipment pack just for that. Yeah, it, it's fun, <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't know what I didn't... I think it was too easy was the problem. I think if I play... Because I, I was just playing it to get my galactic readiness up, so right. I just did bronze challenges over and over again. Yeah. Well, but, I mean... Try a silver. If you have a, if you have a team who all kind of knows what they're doing, it's you just breeze through it, you know? It's, yeah. No, bronze is relatively easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually did a bronze challenge by myself. Really? Yeah. Um, I got to the third or fourth wave. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Well, I wanted to see. <laughs> no, it, I, it was it was actually an experiment because, <clears throat> as I said, you know, if if I'm going to play the game like two years from now, will I be able to get my galactic readiness up? All right. Um, will I be able to find a multiplayer match? Because I don't know. You know, yeah. who knows? Two years from now, but I'm going to want to play the game. Mm-hmm. So I want to see if you could do it by yourself because, you know, EA will probably still have the servers up and stuff. So yeah. um, I want to see how you could do by yourself. And I made it to the third round. I, I, I can imagine you'd probably be fine, but the one I got was the disable the devices where you have to disable the four uh, devices. Ooh. You don't have anyone to cover you, so you're, you have to wait 15 seconds, however long it takes to disable the device. You can't shoot back. Should have so. just not done them. Or do you have to do them to advance? You, ha- you, you have, have to. to. Oh, I thought it was just a bonus. No, thing. you get like it, a four-minute. It, it ends the thing if you don't. Yeah. And the hacking was fine because as long as you stay in the area, you're still hacking. You just shoot shoot at guys that are trying to attack you. But yeah, the the most fun I had. I can't remember the name the level, but um, somebody dropped out as soon as we got in. So there was only three of us. Yeah. And one person, I swear to God, was like a seven year old or something. Right. They only by the end of the match, they only had like a thousand points. Like they had no idea what they were doing. That right. could have been me. Um, <laughs> but no, so it was just me and this one guy, and we were both engineers. Yeah. And it was so incredibly hard. Like we'd both die, but we'd always, you know, get to the next revive person, other. revive each other. So I mean, it was a lot of fun. And we got to the last, the last wave. Uh, no, it was to to extraction. Extraction uh-huh. point. The extractions. Extraction. So we got there. Um, right off the bat, the other guy died. The the seven year old. And uh, I'm standing right at the extraction point um, behind some barrels, and there's just guys everywhere. And the other guy dies. And I'm like, should I go get him or should I just say screw him? And uh, it was cool because I was just like, all right, if we're going to win this, I can't go revive him because I'll just get killed as soon as I go out there because everything was surrounding him. So I just booked it, ran all the way around the map. 
um, where there were no enemies and just waited to like 10 seconds before the extraction um, point. Mm-hmm. And then I ran right into the thing and died with like two seconds left. Oh. But because my thing hadn't, oh, uh, you were my thing hadn't expired. It yeah. counted. Oh, nice. So we got we yeah we get we did, beat it. Did you get Soul Survivor? Yeah, you get extra points for speed and yep. Soul Survivor. I got a Soul Survivor for yeah. it. Yeah, nice. So it was cool. Yeah, that can be there can be some pretty intense firefights when you're waiting on the extraction. You would probably really like playing Silver. Yeah, yeah. If, especially if you're playing with us. Silver against the Reapers is really tough. Really tough. I like it, mm-hmm. and I love being an engineer. I mean, that's my single player character, and I yeah. have a blast yeah. playing. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I mean, that's why I tried my soldier thing, and it was just boring because I just shot stuff. Like, you have the concussive shot, but that's right. really not – it's not that interesting. Yeah. I like using the adept. I like the engineer. I like having the powers. Yeah, you know? I like being an adept. So. And, I mean, the combat drone is awesome, especially when there's, like, only two of you because the guys with the shields will come at yes. you. And if you just have the pistol, you can't really shoot their feet no, or can't. shoot their thing. So if you throw the drone behind them, they'll turn to face the drone, and you then you just the shoot them in the head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely is a lot better with friends. I've had a blast playing, you know, at various times with Billy and Eric and Will mm-hmm. and Jeff. And <clears throat> I'll boot it up on Will because I do want to play with you guys. I yeah, guess. I've I'm sure a Will's couple not. silvers. Yeah. I just it's... didn't, I don't know, I just didn't have a blast with it. And I, I like, I was only doing it to get my galactic readiness up. And yeah. every time, like, I saw it wasn't high enough, I'm like, oh, I got to do another match. So I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't say I have a blast with it, but it's fun. It right. Fun. You know, it's it's fun enough that I'll I'll play it with my friends. I yeah. if my friends weren't playing it, I would probably never boot it up mm-hmm. to play it by myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last night when I was playing, I think it was after you got off, Dan. We had a random guy with us. It was Bill, one of his friends, and myself, and we played. Who was it with the big the big uh, robots? Uh the Cerberus. <clears throat> yeah, we played against the Cerberus, and in the extraction round. We were backed into the corner. I think it was... Mm, I can't remember the map. It's got... like Everything's, like, rusted. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Is it about? The, the open one? Um, uh, like, in, like not the one in the desert. No. No, it's not the one in the desert. It, it's similar it's got, colored. Okay. It, that's a giant. Firebase, Firebase giant. Okay. Yeah. That's on Tuchanka. Yeah. We that's my that favorite one. map, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> See, that's my least favorite map. Oh, is it? We, you know how you're backed in the corner there in the extraction point? Yeah. And um, we had four of those big mechs coming at us. Really? Yeah. But we, we made it out, like, at the last second. Okay. We were about to get destroyed. Sweet, was, though. Yeah, it was fun. Pretty fun firefight. Uh-huh. What's what's your least favorite well, yeah, I know your least favorite map, but... Will, what's your least favorite <sighs> map? I don't really know, to be honest. It's probably one of the, like, uh, in-facility areas I because yeah. I'm an infiltrator. Okay. And I snipe so for space. most of the time, and I can't. Yeah, I don't like Reactor yep, at that, all. That's my least favorite one. That's, that's, that's the, the one. really dark one. Um, I never do well on that one, and I never do well in, uh, it's the Cerberus, the other Cerberus facility one. The, was it the one that I did the solo thing on when you guys all died yes, out? Yes, that one. I have a hard time on that one, too. Same here. The other ones I do I do relatively well on the the Firebase Ghost and Giant is awesome and Giant, uh, yeah. what's the Novar the one that's in Novaria I don't know what the name of it is White White is it just White I think it's just White that one's awesome <laughs> sure. What's your favorite map Eric Uh I don't really know the names of them to yeah, be honest they're, with they're you They're hard Um I think the one that you were talking about was it Giant you said or no, that's the one I don't like. That's the one you don't like. The other one. The desert? Yeah. Uh, what, what did we say that one was? Tuchanka? No. No. That's, the, that's giant. 
Uh, I really like that one, though. Yeah, that's sweet. I've only played it once or uh, twice, and I really like it. Is that the one that has, like, the windows and the top part of the... Kind of like a building type? Yeah, it's like a, like a rusted out like, yeah. structure. That one's pretty good, too. Yeah. I don't hate any of them. Yeah. So that's good. I don't like Reactor at all. I never play very well on that one. I can't picture which, which one that is. It's a really dark one with the red reactor, like, in the oh, middle right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they always place the hacking things in there, so your whole group has to go in there, yeah. and you've got the four areas we're getting fired at. Yeah. That one's tough. I think that's the only one I never beat. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what's your least fav- favorite? I, I have no idea <laughs> what the just, names of the maps are. It. My favorite one is, I don't know if it's the first one, but it felt like the first one. Um, yeah, it's it's out like in a desert, Yeah. Um, but it has like the raised platform kind of yeah. in the middle, yeah. and then like that open place with the barriers yeah. beneath it. Yeah. That's mine, too. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. I can't think of the name of that one. I can't either. I don't get that one very much. I get Reactor all the time, and I also get the the two I don't really care for I get all the time. I get the one there of course. they like a lot. Okay. I just can't think of the name of it. I will say, though, that um, it's very polished. Yeah. Very well done. Well, it was originally intended to be its own first-person shooter. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't it know if gonna, it's a, I don't it think there's be... enough there for that. No, it was going to be a separate game, though. Yeah. Um, I think it was going to be specifically a multiplayer shooter that's insane i'm yeah. glad that didn't happen yeah so they you know they made it into the multiplayer for mass effect 3 yeah so it's a good no i agree it, would, on, it yeah. wouldn't be good as it's as its own game but by you know as part of a bigger game it's it fits in nicely i think yeah trying to find the names of the maps but i don't know I'm is not... the bioware website not cooperating whatever website i'm on isn't cooperating uh, oh here ign usually does a pretty good job with their wikis yeah. Okay. Maps. There we there go. There you go. Firebase Ghost, which is... That's the one on Novaria? No, that Firebase White, I think, is the one that's on Novaria. Because Novaria oh. was the snow planet, right? Ghost is the desert one. So oh, Ghost. Okay. Ghost is the yeah. desert one. White is the snow one. Okay. That's a lot of... There's some indoors yep. and outdoors. Yep. Firebase Giant. That's Tuchanka. Okay. Glacier. Glacier. I don't know. I I really like the other one too. Uh, the other one I like is the the middle of it is just kind of open. Yeah. And then it's like the back of it you can be inside, and then around <coughs> it is like open walkways. I don't know. I think that was that the last one we did last night. Might have been. I think that's Ghost. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're I good don't at describing. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> screw it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, there's there's ghost, white giant, glacier, reactor, and dagger. Dagger. Yeah, that's what it says. I know I've played all of them. I just can't put the map to the name. I don't remember hearing dagger anywhere though. I've seen it. I just can't really remember. I say we move on. Yep. Screw <laughs> <that talk. laughs> I don't think we're screw it. So that's that's sorry all, about that. That's all I played. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go next. I didn't really play that much. I, I'm gonna skip Will for old times' sake. All right, good. I didn't play anything. So <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I didn't really play much. I played Mass Effect Two for a few hours. I just um, did Jacob's loyalty, mm-hmm. where you go find his dad. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. <laughs> well, I remembered that from the first the first time I played. Okay. It. So I'm still remembering things from the first time I played through. So. I don't remember what happens. You don't. Mm-mm. His dad, like, his ship crashed, 
And then I think it was like 10 years after the crash, yeah, a beacon a goes off. Yeah. And you actually, afterwards, you find out that Miranda's the one that set it off. But um, you go there and you find out that he's become like this big asshole. And he's making people eat um, uh, diseased food that makes them go crazy. But he's he's only making the, the men eat it? Is that how it was? Yeah, and then he's using the women <coughs> for sex slaves. Right, yeah, you turn... He he assigns all the women to different leaders to be their sex slaves. Oh, gee, I don't. That rings no bells. Yeah, really. And it sounds. It seems like it should. No, I have no recollection of that. But Jacob like asks you what, what I think should be done with him. And I decided he, that we should have ships sent to rescue everybody, but leave him there uh. to, <laughs> to live in the hell that he marooned. Created. I yeah. like that. Leave him marooned. Isn't there three options? Can't you yeah. kill him? Leave him or there shoot him, arrest leave him, him, or have him arrested? Yeah. Okay, I said to leave him. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Leave his ass there. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I like that too. So yeah, I just frontier justice. Yeah, I was about to do I had jacks, and the wife insisted that I clean the house because she had people coming over. Uh huh. So I'm about to do jacks and then Mordens, and then I'm gonna go get all the other uh, dossiers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. Okay. I think that's all I put. Oh, I played the. The demo for I Am Alive. Oh, that's right. Before I came, I played it for about 10 minutes was about all I could take. Not for me. <laughs> no? Not what's, for me. What's it like? It's just like a, a apocalypse, your guy. It's black and white pretty much. He's really good at climbing. It's hard. Like, you you don't have any ammo. I didn't have a reason to use any ammo yet. I didn't get very far, like I said. You guy's good at climbing, but the stamina bar is a big part of it. Because he climbs a lot, and your stamina runs out pretty quickly while you're climbing. And it's got some puzzle to it. you got to kind of figure out where to climb and stuff. I just am not into that kind of game at all. Right. Too hard for me. Okay. I don't want to think that much. <laughs> don't I can see it. why you would like it. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, like, end-of-the-world stuff. I didn't see anybody else in it. Your, your objective is to get to your old apartment. I think you're trying to find your family, basically. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Wasn't for me. All right. Hmm. The only thing I know about it is what you just told me. Yeah, yeah. So. I can't wait. Really, I just heard of it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, so <clears throat> maybe I'm, actually, g- I'm gonna look up and see what kind of scores it has because I'm interested to see. Maybe I'll give the demo a try. So the full game's out. Yeah, oh. it was part of the house party for yeah. Xbox that came out oh, with right. uh, <clears throat> Warp and the new Alan Wake. Oh, funky jazz. Yeah, huh. but that's all I played. Corey. Uh, I played that game company's next game, Journey, and beat it. I think we already applauded it for me. So <laughs> I'm not going not gonna to double dip on you guys. Unless you want, want to. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> it was a long, long journey, right? No, it was an extremely short <laughs> journey. Uh, it's a, just like Flower, it's an experience. I, I wouldn't call it a game. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a game in the sense that you're moving a character around the screen. But I, I wouldn't... It's an experience. It's just like flower in that regard. You know, flower, you're just a flower petal fluttering on the wind. Like, you don't really, your goal is just to collect flower petals, but it's not even really a goal. Like, you're just kind of wandering. Uh-huh. And uh, what happens in Journey is you are dropped into this, you're this woman, I assume. It looks like a woman in robes. Yeah. You're dropped into this desert. Red Riding Hood. You're dropped into this desert, and there's this dune in front of you with a little bit of a ruin on it. And you climb to the top of the dune, and you look, and there's a huge mountain in the distance with a glowy light on it. And, of course, you deduce that that is your objective. Um, so, yeah, you start heading in that direction. And the the only mechanics in it um, is there's your ribbon, which is like a sash that flows off your back. And 
if you explore, you find these little glowy objects. And the glowy objects make your sash just a little bit longer. They give you one more segment on your sash. And what happens is if you find, um, like, banners and other ribbons floating around attached to ruins in the desert, they'll recharge your sash. And your sash makes you kind of jump up in the air and glide a little bit. So, of course, the longer the sash you're is, the longer your sash is and the more charges it has, the further you can get and the more that you can explore. Um, and there's also a multiplayer element built in. So when you're wandering around the desert and exploring, occasionally other people that are playing online will show up in your game world, just like uh, huh. Dark Souls mm-hmm. and Dead Souls. So you can work together with them because if you touch them, it recharges your sash. So it kind of helps in that sense because you can you know recharge each other's sashes instead of having to find something to recharge it for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, the thing is, is there's not much to talk about about it. If if you are willing to spend fifteen dollars on a pretty cool experience, um, it's graphically cool and like the scenery is kind of breathtaking, just like Flower is in a yeah, lot of ways. Sounds trippy. Yeah. If you're willing to spend fifteen <laughs> bucks for two hours of gameplay, that's I mean that's your prerogative. For me, not so much. Uh, it, it's not as long as Flower, and for me, it wasn't as deep in terms of meaning. So there yeah. wasn't much for me to think about. At least, I mean, at least with Flower, I kind of figured it out on my own. Um, so I was able to think about it more. With this game, I'm not really sure what's going on yet. Maybe I have to right. play it again. I don't know. Did the ending give you closure? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I didn't know what was going on anyway. Yeah. It's it's kind of neat though, because it's kind of broken up into levels. And after you beat a level, you sit down and you see it's kind of like. Uh, hieroglyphics um the, 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 they're trying to tell you a little story on hieroglyphics uh-huh. so you can kind of figure out what's going on from there but it's i mean it's fun and uh yeah you definitely get a sense of place where it, like because you you go through different terrains it's not just desert you know you go through right. like caves and uh um there's like a snowy part and hmm. it, it's all very well done and is really nice to look at and enjoy again it's an, it's an experience and you should just experience it yeah. if you're willing to spend fifteen dollars on it if not if you're willing to spend fifteen dollars on a different experience go for flower <laughs> but yeah if if you really like flower then i would say yeah definitely yeah, journey. give it a try i downloaded it i don't know if i told you uh-huh i didn't play it yet i'm wait- gotta be in the right mind mind frame to play it uh-huh. so i'm waiting for that yeah very nice that's all i got to say about that okay is that all everything every uh yeah, uh, I just played the Mass Effect three stuff. But okay, we're we're talking, we're talking about, about that next episode, yes. which is going to be released in tandem with this episode. So <clears throat> yeah, so download that if you've if you've played and beaten Mass Effect three at this point. Uh, definitely listen to our our spoiler filled ending Mass Effect three ending discussion episodes you know, special episode. So so yeah, I guess uh I guess that's everything for episode thirty five. Um. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.